0: morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. American history and practical man. You study him hard and hoping to
1: pass.
0: Working your fingers right down to the bone. And the guy behind you won't leave you alone. Hello and welcome to Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. Is this
2: really what we're doing?
0: That's what I'm doing. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Keith, and today we're <laughs> discussing season three,
1: episode one of Girl Meets World, entitled "Girl Meets High School Part One."
2: As well as season two, episode one of Boy Meets World, entitled "Back to School."
0: There's a two in there because the it's second season, guys. It's funny. That, I feel like that was terrible. Leave <laughs> 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 <It's really> that. <bad. laughs> All right, so grading. Yeah. This is gonna be fun, guys. It's <laughs> so great. It's so good. So good. I'm, I'm very. Frightened of your grades, uh, so <laughs> we, sh- we should we uh, should we should start off just by saying let's
2: go this way.
0: Starting with me going to yeah, it's like a triangle. Like oh, it's like a triangle. I wish you could all see me. Damn yeah. it. Oh well. Yes, she's very vain. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's not about me. So uh, I'm just gonna warn you, audience out there, <laughs> they are not fans of this episode. I I thought it was okay. Uh, I was it was okay. Just great. I am grading it a C C+. I think it's a really big mixed bag. I thought the comedy, there was a lot that more than usual for me that didn't work, but I actually really liked a lot of the Smackle stuff and Zay stuff, um, and there were little Lucas and Riley stuff that I liked throughout. The bullies, I think, were pretty annoying and not very well developed. I do think Ava got her best plot ever here, and her acting was pretty solid. I even liked um, Augie and Maya's bits in that too. I thought it was actually very well paced. It felt like a lot happened in these 22 minutes, and it didn't really feel that rushed to me. As far as the now having the six-person dynamic, um, my basic feelings are that I like that it sort of everybody got their moments, and so in that way, I felt it worked. <laughs> Did Lucas? Did Lucas get his moment? That well, well, was his moment? He had a moment for sure. Now he's never coming back. He <laughs> Just walked out of the show. Um, but on the other hand, it felt kind of cumbersome, and it made it so that some, some of the characters' motivations felt a little rushed. I didn't really understand why Farkle and Smackle got soaps, that with Riley. I got Lu- Lucas, but there's just too many pieces here. Um, the triangle, uh, I'm just rushing through all these things. And go, 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 yeah. just go. The um, triangle was obviously weird, unrealistic. To me, it got to such a weird point that I thought it was enjoyably awful.
2: So who's uh, the mom, <laughs> who's the dad, and who's baby JQ?
0: Um, clearly the baby's Riley. Alright. So, there you go. So,
2: the Maya's Abigail
0: Adams. Well, I, 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 I guess the stem would make us think that Riley was Abigail Adams, I guess, but I, I, I go, I'm going with Maya. But anyway, um, I, I ship Rukayakist. I like. That's the thing. The, I hate it so much! The reason that I find, the all the triangle stuff enjoyable is because of my ridiculous fake ship of the three of them and the fact that it seems weirdly like we're this Coming weird show. polyamorous relationship thing where we're just like a unit now and it's really strange and I kind of enjoy it. See,
2: it's just like there was no explanation of when all of this sort of kind of became okay ish. Yeah. Over summer. <laughs> Why don't we ever get summer? They don't even feel do, That's the
0: decom. No. I okay. don't even
2: know that somewhere happened. Lucas,
0: I really liked in this episode. He, his conflict was understandable. He was actually get, like getting angry for something for him, yeah. which we had talked about. We wanted that. So, Lucas A+. I like Corey struggling to move into high school and actually having to teach. It gave him more actual personal struggles. It didn't really go anywhere, but this is part one of part two. I'm hoping that they'll give it a nice ending in part two. Um, and that said, his lesson of the week was terrible. Um... And then I like that the group had a rift, but the reasons for the rift were pretty Yeah. So, I'm at about a C plus. There's a lot to dislike for, in my opinion, in this episode, but there's also a lot to like...
1: So, I'm at like a D plus, because I think a really big problem plaguing this episode is the idea versus the costume of the idea. And I'm going to get into more of what I mean by that a little bit later when we go scene by scene. But I just feel like... There were a lot of opportunities at this kind of post. Like, they had ideas in here. But then when they went about doing it, it just became a really a superficial facade of that. And...
0: Like, my execution is the big problem. I,
1: I, I, yeah. For me, I think there's a lot of problems inherent in the script of this episode. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to get into that when we go scene by scene. But I think that, you know, the thing with the bullies is absurd. I like the fact that Lucas and Riley were mad at each other. I really like that, and I think that Lucas was very good in this episode. I think he was rational and but also angry because he was dealing with irrationality. I think that Rowan did really good performances, but I feel like her performances were just really i was I was held back by this the scenario that I wasn't able to appreciate them as much as I wish that I could mm. The thing with Ava, I think that Ava, as the actor was doing a good job, but I feel like that scene, that, that theme, was sort of wasted in this episode. I wish they waited, do that mm-hmm. as an A-plot, and made it not a PSA, as it felt like to me, and more of an organic scene that we could have struggled and went through. Mm. Uh, I guess I'll leave it at that for now, except that I do want to say, uh, in general, one of the biggest takeaways that I'm getting is the bad taste in my mouth, because I'm thinking back to Premier Week Season 2, and how we all were having such a great time. We were like, man, they are they've got their game together. You know, a lot of our fears are like from season 1 are like they are handling it, they're doing, they're making steps forward. They said that they were going to deliver. They made a whole big thing and then they actually did. They actually delivered. They said, you know, we're changed, the characters have grown, we've grown. Here it is. Mm-hmm. And now they've done that again. They're going to high school, the characters are growing. It's going to be a big deal. And I feel like the direction that I am inferring it's just not.
2: Well, they're not growing anymore. They're just feeling everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm feeling something That's too. That was so overly dramatic.
2: <laughs> there's just a lot of feelings. I just.
1: I, I have anxiety now about season three mm. because of the direction that I see them going in. Mm-hmm. Overall, as their tone, their mood, the way that they're handling certain things. There are obviously pieces in that, like with Lucas, that I'm enjoying, but the things around that, I just don't. I'm not buying. Mm. So go ahead, feeling.
2: Uh, So I'm going to give it a C minus D plus. You guys are crazy. Okay. (laughs) We'll get into that craziness. (laughs) Much like Riley's craziness. My biggest problems is comparing the script to the acting. Because the acting was actually, I think, pretty good. Like, really good in a lot of the scenes. Yeah. But it's just matched with this ridiculous script that doesn't really match the tone of the actors, what they've been told to what they've been directed to do. And it's really it's a lot of it's just ludicrous. Um it was I like the new classroom set. Mm. A lot of the other sets need work.
0: We have a whole segment, man. <laughs>
2: Surprise. You did everything. <laughs> you did everything in your little thing. But you I did this. <laughs> I didn't talk
0: about the sets.
2: That's your one thing because you're just excited about them so much. <laughs> Wow. That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. There's a lot of anger there. I'm sorry. I think that they're having a hard time balancing six people. We, I think you kind of mentioned this before, Dan, mm. that we originally, like, in season one, we're like, how are they going to do four people? They're having this problem. But now six people, I really don't think that we're getting... We, it's a lot to cram into a full episode. Yeah. I felt it was rushed. I really felt that the Ava thing was rushed. And I totally agree with you, Keith. It should have been its own own episode. Mm. And, um, Riley's crazy. I'm just gonna keep saying that. So let's get into the
0: episode. Yeah. I do want to just quickly throw in that if this is, like, this better not be the end of the Ava plotline. If yeah. if Ava's plotline continues in the part two, I think that will help, for me, it will help a lot. And that's what I'm kind of hoping for. If, this, if we find out this is, like, we just like, don't talk about Ava's plotline for, like, a bunch of episodes after this, then I'm gonna feel worse about this plotline than I currently do.
1: I'm but. hoping to make you... Get on board the pirate ship, hate train. about <laughs> this episode. The pirate trip. ship? Why yeah. is it a pirate ship? Because we're always like, get on board the ship, get on board but the But that train. was about a ship. We're yeah, not talking now, about a ship. But now we're getting on board the train. Okay. It's the pirate the ship, ship train. Okay. The ship train is coming to no, the dock. You point. guys
0: are really crazy. I mean, the way you're talking, D plus means you think it's like significantly worse than most of the episodes. Well, again, it's because...
1: it's The way that I feel on a lot of these, it's aiming at something, and then... Not getting there. You know, it's about the lofty goals that things are trying to do. So the higher you set yourself, mm-hmm. you have to get pretty close to that.
2: Yeah, my standards are not the same as Season 1.
1: If yeah. You, if you... Ha- yeah, again, see,
0: we're Season 3. Yeah. We ha- we, we cannot... Kid gloves okay. Are off. Okay, well, so, so that's that, I think that's important to say when we're talking about our grading them. Because that, yeah. the, you should be saying, that I guess because it's a D D+, doesn't mean you think it's worse than, like, I don't know... Compared secondary. to, like, a random Season 1 episode. I don't think it's, like, way worse than a random Season 1 episode. Come on. Seriously, you're thinking about the Ava plot in this episode versus some of the, look, like, awfully atrocious, can't no, even I know, bear I Ava, Ava but plot. But again,
1: I think, but for me, another thing is a lot of the humor I thought was weird here. I mean, overall, I'm just saying, overall, taste out of my mouth end of the episode. Yeah.
0: You nah. know,
1: that's, wh- that's where I'm at, unfortunately. Yeah. And again, a lot of this episode I really wanted to like. A lot of Rowan's performances. Yeah. Um, you know, the Ava thing, I really wanted to like that. I really wanted to like... When Ava is sitting in Maya's lap, I really wanted to like that, but there were just things holding me back.
0: Yeah. All right. So Let's I think get
2: into those things. Well,
0: so, I know. I think the next thing that we're going to talk about is the in- is the new intro, yeah. right? We I, I I don't know Caitlin's views on this at all, so I'm interested, Caitlin. What do you think about the new intro?
2: Um, I'm in between on it. I think it's you know it's a cute callback, but I am. I do kind of agree that it feels like with Keith that it feels kind of stagey.
1: Mm. Um, it's fakey out here. It's a,
2: it's a little fakey. And did you say they went to New York?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's because it doesn't look like it. I'm, yeah, For, but They went to a TV studio in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. Lo- I think the set looks really good. I think you guys are wrong. I think the set looks great. I think the no, lighting the, the is, set really is really nice. Not, no, the set is good. The yeah, is the great. lighting is great. I think it looks really cool. I I'm torn because so first of all,
2: it just looks choreographed.
0: I kind of agree, but to me that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't... It's just
2: for what they're going
0: for. I don't really know what they're going for. Again, choreographed is the word. You hit it right on the head. Yeah. Because
1: for me, when I watch the Boy Meets World open, I just feel like they had a camera, they just had some kids, they just did stuff. Yeah. And then the bucket was probably scripted, but they just did stuff and they filmed it. Here, obviously, because they're doing parallels, it is scripted and they're doing it. And I... I, On a lot of the, the clips that are part of this open... I get they're just having fun, but also a lot of them at the same time, I look at them, I say, well, yeah, they're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it, they, it's supposed to be this really genuine, offhanded thing, and it's not quite there for me. I don't know.
0: I really like it. I do agree with some people that it feels more like the actors than the characters, but to me that's not necessarily a bad thing, because it's not like this is the intro. It's not like it's necessarily in the world. The, the world doesn't yeah. usually look like this no, setting anyway. Fine. So like, I, I feel like it looks like the actors... And yes, it does look a little staged, but like it looks to me, it still looks like they're having fun. And yes, they're being told to do this, but I think they're enjoying it. And I really like—I actually personally really like Farkle in the intro. I really like both the yeah. the cut. I, I what, do
2: like that little basketball. The,
0: thing. Yeah, the football. No, no, yeah, that, that was great. I that, that one. That's really good. I actually even like him sliding on the thing. I I personally really like the arm wrestling thing. I think the edit there is really nice. I, I don't know. I I think I re- the only thing that I really that really stuck out to me that I didn't like was that um, we have Maya kissing Topanga and Riley doesn't interact with her parents at all. And it's well, just let's like, talk
1: about the bucket thing, because we
0: were... T- yeah, the... the oh,
2: I did like your point on that.
0: That I thought it would have been better if the bucket was Cory and Topanga still kissing, and then the, the kids pouring water on the parents getting too frisky, kind of thing. And that just like, seems
1: like the go-to thing, and it's actually good. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. For me, I thought it was really strange that the way they handled that
0: was the parents and Augie dumped it on the kids... I mean, I don't think it's really strange. To me, it's like passing the torch kind of thing. Like now you're the one getting the art. I mean, I don't think that that's that weird. But
1: also, passing the torch, maybe, but a little too. It's
0: I don't know you guys. I will
1: say it. the more I've watched it, the more I've warmed up to it. Yeah. I'm the okay first with it. the first time I saw it, I was like, again, I, I want to like this, but I what's going on? The more I've seen it, the more I have warmed up to it. I maybe I have to get used to it. But there's there's just a couple things about it that. I I mean, not necessarily get on my nerves, but just make me so aware of it that I can't be Mm. absorbed. I cannot suspend my disbelief, you know? Yeah.
2: And I don't don't hate it. I think it's cute. I just don't love it.
0: Yeah. I get that. Um, Do you guys, would you guys have preferred they do what they usually do? With the clips? No.
2: No, I just would have rather them do their own thing. Yeah. Like, their own natural, like, taking the camera and doing whatever, but just do their own thing. They don't have to completely copy everything. Exactly. I
1: wish they
0: just went to a park and ran around and filmed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It could
2: have even been Central Park.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I I can totally understand that, for sure. Because, again,
1: we were talking about this last time, about reboot versus, you know, continuation. Yeah. Now, well, I think a reboot would have easily done this too, though. Right, right. But I'm I'm not saying that that's what they have done. I'm saying in a similar theme, I mean, think about like, can you do something in the spirit of something without doing it as a copycat? And this would be a great chance that they could have done it in the spirit of that and not copycat it scene by scene. And I think that would have
0: been a little stronger. Well, that's the thing; it could have
1: ended with water. Well,
0: and, it and in some ways, that's the thing. Is I my favorite points with those Fargo points are all new points. Right, they're all original. Yeah. yeah. So, and I also like 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 the way that that Rowan's sitting on the thing when her name comes up, and like the way she and and Sabrina hug and everything. And those are all new things.
1: So, do you guys so. remember? I don't even know if it was a commercial because I found it online first. It was like a clip of them like in a garden, yeah, building like yeah. it was like a promotional thing about like, like, and e- e- a, like yeah, eat healthy a or Disney be channel. healthy or something. Yeah. I mean that energy there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that should have been the end. Well, you know what? I, what makes me think? So I still, I still think it's really good, but I think it would almost be really cool and daring if they let the kids themselves just film it. Yeah. Like, yeah. let them just go like around. Like, how I met yeah. your mother style. Yeah, like, yeah. just go yeah, around I and make great... And like, especially because, like, I feel like Sabrina and Rowan... And, and even I mean, Corey Fulham, they all these have kids, photographic guys. Yeah,
1: all these yeah. kids in this day and age, they all have iPhones, you know? Yeah. They are used to holding up a camera, yeah. and they know, yeah. like, what that's going to look like at the end. So, you can give these teenagers the camera, and they're going to come out with something that's going to be really genuine, really intimate, but still have some sense of narrative. Yeah. Well, and it's gonna be okay.
2: They I've even like, that. I don't know if you've guys seen it, um, when Sabrina and Rowan and Sarah and Cory Fulgomanus they go to Disney World.
0: And, oh, yeah, that video. Yeah,
2: and, like, it's them holding it. They're not being... I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, pretty I'm sure, sure
0: that's also filmed. Like, I'm sure that's not just them. I'm just probably... It's probably like made, made to look like it's mostly them, but it probably isn't.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying that there there is part of the time where yeah. it's, like, just them, so it shows that they have competence. Yeah. And, like, also, there was, like, a video of, like, Sabrina and Sarah, like, making cupcakes yeah. in her kitchen. And,
0: and, and I mean... That wo- was officially sanctioned <laughs> by <laughs> Gomez. They were so
2: cute! <laughs> Bro, Rowan,
0: Rowan and Corey Fogelmanis, I'm pretty sure, are both really into photography and and sabrina clearly understands music videos which is what this is (laughs) so i don't know i but yeah let's talk about sets let's do that let's talk about sets baby let's talk about damn
1: disney let's talk about all the good sets and the bad
0: sets that we'll see let's talk about sets let's talk about sets so let's start by talking about the hallway. Dun, dun, dun. No, you don't want to start by talking about let's the hallway. Talk oh, let's talk, about, no, let's the talk entrance. about the entrance. Yeah, let's, okay. Let's go. okay. The
2: fakey entrance.
0: Um, so this is being when they when they burst right, in yeah. and they have the boy meets world reference. Um, you guys really had an issue with this. To me, it was like half a second. I didn't really pay attention to it. <laughs> I'm the one who
2: actually initially brought it up when yeah. Keith and I were watching it. I mean,
0: yeah, it's just this
1: is a pinnacle point of the reference right there. So, like, they're trying to make this the entrance of the school. It looks not like any door I've seen. It certainly doesn't look like it leads outside.
0: It looks like the outside is green-screened too, uh, to me. There's there's a
1: very... No. So, there are people out there, but it's a very shallow space, and whether the back is a green screen or if it's just a backdrop, I don't know. But it's, it's a very shallow space out there that's, like, maybe three feet past the door, and it's not Good. <laughs> like, like, it, like, there are no... Stairs. Stairs. like is, is that the front entrance? Like, where's where's the entrance like, that we saw? Is think the
2: entrance to your school, your high school, anything. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> it just doesn't.
0: I don't have a huge issue with this. I, half I, a said second this screen time.
2: I said this earlier. It doesn't look like the main entrance. It looks like the entrance you go into when you're sneaking in because you're late to school. Now, here's yeah. the thing is, I agree even, with
1: that. They didn't even have to make that door go outside. That could yeah. have been a hallway door, yeah. and it would have felt better. Yeah. Just like it was in Boy Meets World. We don't know if that was a hallway door or yeah. <laughs> doors was.
0: look
2: like they're made of styrofoam. I still
0: don't like the doors in Boy Meets World, personally, either, but... Well, I do. Yeah.
1: I like that green in the background. The muted earth tones in the background. I like the idea
0: of the earth tones, but yeah. I just feel like the door doesn't look like a real door that you'd actually have there. It looks like a set door to me in the in the, in the Boy Meets World stuff. But otherwise, I really I like the tone. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't like the tone, but... Um, can we can we go to the hallway?
2: No, we can go to the hallway. All right.
0: So the hallway... <laughs> I thought it was interesting because I- I've been talking to people on Twitter, and I said I just really wish the lockers were one color, and then it was a muted color. Yeah, and I-, I did think it was interesting that like I got some responses back from people being like, "Well, we had numerous colors in our high school, so this feels normal to us." So it is one of those things where it's like. You know what's reality? What well, feels like reality? Let's quickly talk varies. about this. It,
1: you had these colors, maybe, but did you have big halogen
0: lamps beating down on them? Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, well, but at the same time, like even if like it, even so, like I'm gonna take back because people are saying that they had colorful lockers like that. I'm gonna take back it being unrealistic and just say that it's. It's not good because we were talking... It's not
1: conducive to the spatial yeah. atmosphere. Well, it,
0: it makes it so... We were talking when we were watching the Back to School episode of Boy Meets World how the characters are bright and lit up and have bright clothes. Yeah,
1: Corey's wearing like a bright yellow yeah. shirt. And but like the backgrounds
0: browns are, browns. are muted and feel dirty and gross yeah. Yeah. and therefore they stand out all not the
1: more. dirty and gross, but they're, they are well, muted. The high some, school... Some of them are. Yeah. But in general, the backgrounds are cooler colors. They're more earthy tones. And what this does is... Cool colors recede into space and warm, bright colors come into the foreground. This is just what happens to the yeah. human eye. If you're doing a painting, that's how you can do it to adjust the space that you perceive. Yeah. So because of this, not only are these sets physically have depth to them, now you have this perceived depth because of the color comes yeah. up forward. So you feel like this character is moving around space. There's yeah. a room that they're in. They could go to this side, they could go to yeah. this side. They're not just... In front you of don't the know where they're sh- going to go. <laughs> but even in the hallway, which should be good because there are tiers, there are banisters, there are places to move around. Yeah, I, li- I like the levels. Yeah, even though there actually is some depth, because the background is so bright and there's warm colors in the background, the characters, who are also usually dressed in some sort of bright,
0: bright warm yeah. colors... They, they just blend all,
1: in. It comes, the the background and the foreground,
0: they mush into the middle yeah. space. And it also, it makes everything look overly shiny and pristine. Yeah,
2: like, can we talk about the fact that this is a New York City public high school? Yeah. Just, like, what you're talking about with the lockers. Yeah. They had to have someone come in and paint each individual <laughs> lo- No. Yeah. They're going to do it all in one sweep, one block a al- lot. Lockers. Oh my god, that was hard. Block
1: lockers. You know, that do they one... don't paint the lockers while they're installed. They come painted. You know that, right?
2: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's still, it's too clean. It's too, like, I I don't picture a New York City yeah. public well, school. And being the
0: thing like is, it, have you guys seen any of the other Disney shows? There are high school they're all sets? The same. They all look exactly all the same. The same. And, there's, and they're all. So here's the thing that I think is interesting because we had talked before about how, like, the sets look too rich. Yeah. And this does, to me, look too rich. But then I think about how, like, in, uh, sense, in, an so. invisible, in, in an invisible sister, the high school looked incredibly rich, but because of the lighting and right. I, and I was even wondering if it was because of the three camera setup right. but because it, because of the three camera setup the set is innately stagey and so you it takes more to yeah, make to me believe in it that. yeah it takes me more to make me believe in it and so these huge bright colors and these pristine everything yeah, I don't flattening on everything, I can't see myself in that space yeah like.
2: Yeah, and in in Boy Meets World, the high school they had like trash on the ground. They had a trash uh,
0: can. They had a trash can. Payphone.
2: They had writing on the walls. Graffiti. They had just random posters that looked like they were made by high schoolers and put
1: up like not well. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. Like things like. Did they not have weird posters in the Girl Meets World one? They had a mirror. Had a
1: really crappy map. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do
2: you even pangio <laughs> so again it's so, like we
1: we are nitpicking here yeah. but like it really affects the viewing presence the mise-en-scene yeah. is a lot yeah. i mean what i haven't watched in a while but the only mm. reason i
0: watched gotham was the mise-en-scene yeah. you know what i mean
1: gotham sucks but the mise-en-scene was great yeah
0: and that's so, like the set dressing the costuming the lighting all that stuff and how it comes together um you want to feel like you are in this universe with the characters. The characters are here and present. Question. And, um, Do you guys like this more or less than the middle school hallway? I Because I don't actually know. The more I don't I think know about because it, I
2: had high expectations for the high school yeah. one. So I don't know if that affects anything. But
0: I like the levels. But I think overall I might like it less than the middle school set. I think
1: I want to like yeah. it more. The reason that I would maybe like it less is because I think it looks better in the fact that there are levels. But the problem is the, the whole the space between what I'm assuming is floor one and floor two, mm. we don't mm. ever see the actual other side of the stairs. Yeah. And we only see people disappear. We never see the actual core characters disappear down those stairs. So I have trouble believing that those are stairs all the time. And even you were confused whether there was even stairs there. Yeah. I mean, that that is something that can be fixed in
0: future episodes, potentially. Right.
1: But so far, it's like there there is a big set that you can see a lot at once. Yeah, The problem is because of the angles of the cameras... Even the things that you when you're zoomed out, you see a lot. When you're zoomed in, you're not always getting a nice dynamic view of things. Okay, on the more positive side.
2: Oh, I had a question. Okay, go ahead. Because you were talking about um, costume and everything. And and how... I wanted to ask you guys about how realistic they looked dressed for high school. Because I want to see them make more mistakes... Like in no, Lucas this is way.
1: Black thing-
3: nail polish. Yeah, Lucas <laughs> black
2: Finger nail Polish. We had like a moment, I think in season one, Whoa. about Riley asking about his moment. moment. Alright, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas's moment. I'm not talking about him now. Riley and makeup. Oh, and it's yeah. like she's clearly wearing like winged eyeliner here mm. and like there I... are sparkle. And it's just I don't know, it's not that I have a problem with her wearing makeup, obviously. I just wanted like I don't know, talk about it, see her make a mistake. I want to see her wear her damn blue eyeliner and make a mistake because the 8th grade was
0: hard. So my feeling about this is I honestly, aside from maybe Maya, I don't really think about the outfits that much anymore. Uh, I think about Maya because of the shift um, and how I think that I liked her style before better and now it just seems too normal. Yeah, though apparently... Slight spoilers. Part of the storyline for Maya the season is how she's becoming more Riley E, and she feels like she's losing herself as opposed to like she, she's becoming she too is. too bright and happy. Yeah. Um, but I will say, uh, yeah. So aside from her, I, I've just kind of gotten used to the clothes at this point, and I, maybe but that doesn't mean there isn't still an issue with the clothes, but I don't think about it as much. I
1: have definitely warmed up to especially a lot of things that Riley is wearing. I she's, loved her yeah. pants because I yeah because I recognize things that Riley wears. She, has, over style, and over and she again. has style. Yeah, I see repetition there. Yeah. So I, I feel like she has a closet. And, uh, but in general I feel like she has a closet. No, mm-hmm. what I mean is like there I see outfits that have like, oh I recognize that pants from that episode. Yeah. yeah. So basically that is a step in the right direction. And that's that's true for more than just her. Right. Maya has a in more particular, just, like I, yeah. maybe I notice that more yeah. because she has He's, a very particular style. Yeah, very quirky. But in Boy Meets world, the clothes they wore looked lived in. And sometimes mm-hmm. they were not wearing their best. They weren't... I mean, sometimes they weren't, sometimes they their weren't. Sunday best. So, in Girl Meets World, someday they need to come in in sweats.
3: Mm. Someday.
1: Yeah. And it, it, it cannot be the day that, like, everything is terrible and they're like, they broke up with
0: somebody yeah. or whatever. It has to be sometimes on a normal day, yeah. they're just in, in sweats. Yeah, wait, wait. I always want, like, jeans and, jeans and a hoodie. Yeah. It's, from, it's, from Riley or Maya. Right. Once yeah. in a while. Uh, I, I, I totally agree. I used
2: to wear hoodies.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny how this feels like pilot part two, basically having the same conversation. Um, well, again, it's the anxiety Yeah, I'm <laughs> coming back. Like, I, like We're in high two, school now. It could be different. Season
1: two premiere week, I was like, I was alleviated from these, some of these anxieties. But now, season three premiere, I'm like, um, they're piling back on. Why? Why? And the problem is, not only are they piling back on, that worries me especially because why on earth would you be going in this direction? No, it's it's more than just I have them again. It's why do I have these again?
0: That scares mm. me. Mm.
2: Farkle was very Donnie Barnes.
1: Yeah,
0: in this, I actually I like I like his look. Um,
2: uh, Zay looked very normal. Yeah, I mean yeah. Lucas looks normal for Lucas. Yeah, the boys, the I mean,
1: boys are
0: easier. Let's be honest.
1: They they do dress up a little bit. I think Farckle. They're just is actually, kind of preppy. The Farkle is probably the most
0: realistic. Yeah. at this point. Uh, but he Lucas, probably wears
2: axe. He looks like he well, wears no, no. axe.
0: L- Lucas and Zay are realistic for a certain kind right. of person yeah, and with yeah. a certain amount of money, and like you know. Uh, but let's, let's let's talk about let's talk about the classroom set because that's something we're actually very positive yes. about. I
2: like the classroom yeah. set. I like that natural lighting though, yeah. or what yeah, I would am made to believe is yeah. natural lighting. And
0: they use cookies to break up the light and have you know the, the toll house. Yes, meaning so like the the blinds create yeah, yeah. this the separations mm. in the light that are really nice and really make you feel like you're in a space and that yeah. someone might look out the window and enjoy the sun yeah, and, and there are like...
1: just things in the background that look like they're in a classroom. Yeah. Just... I wish
2: that Riley was in the main character seat by the window though,
1: <laughs> 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 looking at the window. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really... will. Senpai notice me. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, but so they're like bookcases. They're like. Television things in the background. Yeah. There are disused classroom objects just there.
0: I also this is like a weird minor thing, but I like that we switched sides. You know what I'm talking about? As far as we yeah, used yeah, to yeah. be on oh, yeah. on their right, and now we're on their left. Right, and it make it just because the overall the classroom isn't that different, but having that shift really makes it feel new. Yeah, uh, you know.
1: Also, I, I feel like we are also getting when we're turning the camera around a little bit. Yeah. I feel like we're getting a better shot of where they are in the room when they're doing that, which means that the room is a little better designed. Yeah.
2: Also, I'm glad that I saw Darby and um, Sarah. Sarah there.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we almost missed them the first time. They were were
0: actually they were in the opening scene too. They they were in the group of people walking through everything. Now, how would you feel if it was them that got knocked over by the door? That would be kind of fun. (laughs) I would enjoy. Before we forget, let's talk about. Well, that's, that's the, I, I have that written down let's a okay. um yeah I, I think that I Darby would have been really funny in that moment but uh yeah I,
2: I you know what's something I am gonna miss though what uh, from the middle school classroom is the window outside yeah uh, that's in the hu- that's in the hallway because like Riley very often incorporate like it, Riley mm. was incorporated well with that window. Very often. So I hope they do something with the outside. Well, I want Maya to come to class late through the window. The door yeah. of the
1: hallway has a big window in it.
2: So yeah, we can but still get a little bit of that. Yeah, I want Maya to come through the window. I don't care if they're on the second floor. I want it to happen. Yeah. It'd be funnier if she was on the second floor.
0: So, are we ready to get into scene by scene?
2: Was that all the sets? Oh, what about the hole?
0: Oh, okay. So the one thing I want to say about the hole is that it's just... It's too plain and they're shooting against a flat background and it just makes it look like you just like literally put up one wall. I mean, I know they didn't, but when you, but when they're close, they put up two, (laughs) but when when they're shooting with them in, in there, it looks like you could have literally just put up like... Like a little thing, and put like draped a yeah, back probably know it's a sheet, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and it's because you're not supposed to shoot against the flat thing like that. You're supposed to shoot into the corners as much right. as possible and give some angles and make it look like there's depth. And they can't really because of the way it's constructed. But hopefully, that won't be a big deal because hopefully they won't be there that much. Yeah,
2: it's very awkward. Yeah,
0: they need a different set
1: that is just that stair landing. Mm. You know, when they go there and they're filming it from up top, film film the scene from up top. And then film it again from the other set that is the bottom. I mean, that's how they do it in movies and things like that. Yeah. So they need to be able to turn around and see the downstairs. They need to turn around and see the you upstairs. You have to think
0: about the fact that there's a live audience for a lot of this, too, though. And that you don't want to be switching up things so constantly. Right,
1: but you can think about, they do the whole thing normally. Yeah. And then they also do that at the end. Yeah. That's it. Yeah.
0: All right. Story, can we get into the storyline? Yep. Okay. So, scene one, we start with this boy meets world reference from Back to School, season two, episode one, where they start high school. Both um, and we talk about the weird door.
2: What could we have done better?
0: All right. So, <laughs> the first thing I want to say, so like, I'm not going to say I don't like the reference. I think we all like to some degree yeah. enjoy the reference. You know? It
2: was it was very easy reference. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, that, so like you like,
2: can spot it right there.
0: Yeah, you can spot it right there. And there it's it is. like, hello. <laughs> I think. Nose. <laughs> I think that generally we seem to have a different feeling about the references than a lot of boy meets world fans okay. but a lot of, honestly i don't i'm not I am not i am not trying to be mean, but I feel like a lot of the references are fan services fan service, and a lot of the fans enjoy being served <laughs> um but i I feel like for me the reference was fine, but it, A reference isn't a joke, it's just a reference, and so if you want to make... It
1: can be, though. It can be, if done correctly. I
0: I think that's my point. If you have to twist it, or do something with it that makes it funny, or like, calling it out in a way that isn't just doing the same exact thing.
1: It has to be funny on its own virtue first, and then be funny because it's a reference. If if it's only funny... Well, it would be funny if you've never seen it. That's true, but not if you... Since we did go back and watch the other episode we see that these characters had a little more personality. Mm -hmm. They came back very quickly, not in any way that wasted anything, but enough that we, you know, there was a little more humor packed into that. It was less
0: okay. We get it, you know? And and the other thing that I was saying is if there was a slight twist where like, they set up the reference where, and then you thought they were going to get knocked over right. and they didn't and then they got knocked over in a different surprising right. way. more specifically like,
1: to, to clarify, if the door missed them when it opened they got just out of the way and then two scenes later they got hit by something.
0: Or even just like they, they got past the first thing and then it swung back and hit them in the right. face. So, like, some, something like that. And the other thing we talked about that would be really cool is if instead of those random characters...
2: alternative, Riley!
0: It, it was the the fake alternative Riley and Maya from Gravity. I think that would have been really funny. It came funny. the
2: same episode that we just- just saw.
0: <laughs> Very similar <laughs> message. Yeah, it seems. Anyway, yeah. So those are just some thoughts on that. Moving on. You okay? All right. Yeah. Keith wanted to talk about how Smackle's dressed exactly as the school. Yeah.
1: So at about <laughs> a minute mark, when she falls down and you see her up against the floor in the locker, Smackle's outfit is the exact color palette of the interior of the school. And I. It was a very
0: specific choice. She's a scientist and she knows about camouflage. (laughs) She wanted to be able to hide. That would have been a good joke. Too bad (laughs) they didn't make it. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Farkle's voice scares me now. (laughs) Okay, his voice is kicking, obviously, and it's fine when he's normally talking, but when he tries to do, like, the old, high pitched Farkle jokes, it's it, it, I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> oh, now that's...
2: Cring- oh, don't do that,
1: Keith. That was cringey. So what we're gonna
2: do Cream- is... We're, so, <laughs> cringy. That was kimchi. <laughs> what we're
1: gonna do is we're gonna take... Clips of Farkle going, and then I'm gonna overdub it. <laughs> <laughs> on the channel. Did you know I've been meaning Reals. to tell you that,
0: that that Nan hears your voice all the time now when she watches old episodes. Like when she sees the pilot and Lucas does the. Well, you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and the the, ho- the horse thing with Lucas. <laughs> Oh my so god. now you're
2: like Charlie, who is was everywhere and now has tainted dance memory. You know what that,
1: re- that reminds me of? What? Um, is the walkthrough for Amnesia that Tobuscus did. He ended up in the credits of the IMDb for Amnesia. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, also, we're being very loud. We have to try to work on this. Oh my god, Shh, these levels. It's Riley's
2: not dying. <laughs>
0: As soon as she breaks the levels right after that. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um okay. for no, something. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about the Thor joke.
2: I yeah. like the Thor joke. I
0: like the Thor joke, both his delivery and the idea of it, and then also the fact that the character is literally named Thor in yeah. the credits. Yes, Here, so he here's my thoughts on that. I like that one off joke. Yeah.
1: The problem I have is they already have the visual joke of the what was it the basketball players yeah. coming in and then they have the Thor okay, fine. End it. The problem is, now they have these people coming back, football players coming back, and then you have Thor being a major part of this episode. Yeah. Usually in Boy Meets World or something like this, when you have these visual jokes of like, oh, gee, he's a big guy, it's obvious, that so like, this is not a high school student, you know? Yeah. Usually when they do that, that's a one-off. Except come for Harley back Kiner. Well, that's a little different, because he's literally supposed to have been stayed back for 12 years, or whatever. That's fair. So when you have this as a one-off, or if it just happens to be logistics in the background, yeah. that's one thing. But then when you have that person come in and become, like, the, the we'll call them the bully trifecta, yeah. we'll talk about. Uh, when you have these people as a major part of the episode, you have to, they have to look like okay. Okay, so,
0: so I'm a little torn on this, because I don't think the girls are that bad. I don't go like, oh, it's just ridiculous that they're seniors in high school. And honestly I don't think there's that much of a difference between Thor and Harley Kiner now I'm not, I do think that you're right that they have also the football players and also the basketball players it's Just too much and, and, piled it, on. They, and the other thing is that it is again one of those things where it's exactly kind of the same joke from, from Boy Meets World yeah. just dialed up to 11
2: and none of them had facial hair
0: yeah, but the thing is, in
1: Boy Meets <laughs> when they made jokes like that, there were also people in the background. That you could believe that were kids.
0: Yeah, well, no, that's true. here too. We still had Darby and Sarah. And you Molly just can't see them too. behind
2: the basketball.
0: Players. <laughs> no, they're, they're, if you look in that scene, there are plenty of normal-looking people too. Yeah, not in the same way, though. I mean, they're supposed—they're probably supposed to be freshmen alongside. Yeah. But, but you know, I—I—I I, I don't know. It, it's not. I, I'll say this much: my my least fair part of the episode is definitely the first third. I think that the first third is not that funny. It's trying to be funny. It's not working. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. And, I mean, that is subjective. You know, some people like things like, like, uh, Farkle Up on the Chandelier. It just doesn't do anything yeah, I for mean, me.
1: that is a reference to a already not great joke that already happened. Yeah. Like, why? Scene two? Something there like that. What? Center. That was the
0: most unenthusiastic
1: scene two ever. We have to mix it up. You, again, what we talked about, it, it can't always be special. If it's always a twist, it's never a twist. So you know what? We're going to go back and we're going to edit out. You're not even going to mention scene two. We're just going to go right into it and never even talk about the transition between scene one and scene two and it won't be special. That way, next time, when we go, scene two, you'd be like, I miss that. That's important to my lifestyle. So scene two,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Riley is told to get in the hall after saying that there's just that the school is just as much their place as anybody else's. Uh, um this whole thing. Maya is spunky. She gets uh, a terrible nickname. Uh, I don't understand if it was like supposed to be a terrible nickname, but I don't think it was supposed to be a terrible
1: thing. As, as terrible nicknames go,
0: it's pretty good. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a really bad. It, like it's literally like it's not even a joke. It's like yeah. you're spunky, so I'm calling you spunky. Oh, I like, mean, so
1: I think the writing and acting for the trifecta bullies, yeah, some of the
0: worst things ever. I right. mean, I don't know that all. Yeah. Okay, I really don't like Thor, but I don't know that the girls were like bad. They were bad. They were bad. No, they were bad. <laughs> I mean, the character, the writing is bad, but I don't. And per, the actress, personally, I don't think that the acting is the problem that, with them. I um, for me, it's both. But it's, it, a yeah. mix. it's definitely in the script too. Yeah. So Maya's all spunky. So
2: <laughs> like. First of all, when uh, Maya stands up for Riley, I was like, "Oh, good!" Like this is very like season one Maya, yeah. and then she backs down. And I'm like, "This is garbage." <laughs> yeah,
0: sure, right? <laughs> but I, uh, you know what? I... Re- so we talked about how in Boy Meets World they like actually pushed them and like yes. were physical. So if if, Ma- if Maya had backed up, backed up Riley, and then they actually pushed her, and Maya was like, "Holy." They're like They're, like, yeah. serious. I haven't actually had to deal with someone, like, actually. And then Lucas yeah, came exactly. out, and then Thor yeah. came out. And then that yeah.
2: would have also addressed our issue in the last two seasons of Maya's all talk and no action. Yeah, the problem with that. And she'd have to have action. And if they
1: did that, they couldn't have made them the benevolent deities that they are. Just <laughs> watching over these little kids and making sure that they appreciate life.
2: Oh, I See- hate these three bullies
0: so much. <clears throat> okay, I-, I do think you're a little bit oversimplifying it. Because I do think there's... The, yeah, yes, they are trying to teach... It seems... First of all, we don't know exactly. We, it, it seems like the whole episode seems like it's dripping with foreshadowing of they're going to be great people or just trying to teach them to be humble yeah, or whatever. Especially
1: on the second watch. Yeah. You When you go back and you see the second watch and you see some of the little smirks here and there. Yeah. These characters, the bullies, yeah. believe that they are being very benevolent. They believe that they are this higher power which is u- using their wisdom to help these people by putting through... A sort of tribulation that they were going to rise from the ashes of and be better but, people but I and do, obviously it's gonna happen but I
0: do think that there's another there is another layer which I do think that it is that they, they do enjoy knocking them down a peg and they do enjoy messing with them yes they ultimately aren't like awful bullies because they want them to learn they, they're trying my, to be the
1: big siblings
0: yeah my guess yeah. But my guess is what we're gonna see next episode is that this happened to them when they were freshmen yeah and which is disgusting yeah yeah it's, yeah. Really, it's really stupid and I, I don't like the bullies I'm just saying I do also, think
2: They're
0: England. I mean, would you like to
2: talk about that?
0: Yeah, we'll get in a second. But,
1: like, no matter what happens, whether it goes to their bullies or goes to their benevolent deities, it's disgusting either way. It's really terribly written, it's terribly acted. It just does not make any sense. And again,
0: because if they actually are bullies, they're terrible bullies.
1: I like, I really like that the conflict here is. Raleigh has blind faith, and it causes a rift, because these other people are not going to buy this blind faith, and they're not going to let her suck them into her delusion. The problem is, if this blind... A, if this blind faith pays off, well, okay, if it's written that way, it's going to, but that's... Not a, a good lesson. That's a terrible lesson. Yeah. And B, I mean, I just wish it was a different catalyst that causes blind faith, that caused this rift, because then I could maybe understand the character a little bit better, or yeah. I could I could get... I mean, one of the things that we brainstormed when I was trying to think about a different big catalyst was a little bit different, was an, instead of blind faith, we figured, okay, what if, what if Riley was just, like, really afraid? She was really afraid of high school, and so she willingly... Chose a little nook in the school to hide in and she basically said okay all you guys this is what we're gonna do we're gonna hide in the corner when we're not in classes and we're gonna to stick together we're gonna to be okay the first day that they do that okay fine the second day they're like we're not we don't really want to do this yeah. one person leaves Lucas leaves and then the, the third day you know everyone's leaving except for Maya and then they're like okay you guys abandon me so now and on the third day
0: Riley rises again right Yes. that's the name of the new movies <laughs> <laughs> Riley Rising Again so <laughs> Girl meets resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I guarantee it's
1: going to be a Girl meets resurrection somewhere. <laughs> well, that does is that legitimizes both sides because then you have the abandoners, you know, they legitimately like, you, we cannot yes. live in this corner. More you by- are harming us and yourself. Yeah. And you also have Riley, who's like, you guys abandoned me. Friendship is everything to us. Why can't you stick with yeah. me? So you have two legitimate sides fighting And that would cause a rift. And that would have been pretty good, and that would have made sense. But it's a little different.
2: And that would have made her line in the classroom make more sense, of when she was saying to Lucas, what, you just want us to go out there and like see what happens? Well, Riley, about two minutes ago, you were all for that, too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna... I want to... I have a... Bait with this, but I'm gonna wait until we like actually get to the conflict, conflict yeah, okay. part. Um. So I'm just gonna go off, and so Lucas is as strong as a horse again. That was funny. The guy wasn't. You're Miss Wee
1: Boy. The guy He's not was,
0: even with us. That was really good. I really liked. No, that, that was a good joke. Yeah. That was one of the maybe
1: three and a half good jokes of this whole episode.
0: I, I had more than that, but uh, the freshman song was really terrible. Yeah. Really not a fan. Um. That made me want to throw up all over dance base. we did not even
1: watch watching the base. <laughs>
0: Uh, Zay is already in the hole. I personally like that.
2: That's singing, That's singing,
0: <laughs> That's singing—just unnecessary. It's that kind of again, it's and just, like,
2: who are they? Are they like people that like? Do people recognize these people?
0: Like, are they popular? You're saying? Yeah,
2: because like they made a big deal of them singing, and like that girl had her own little like solo-y thing at the end. It's a I'm theatrical. And... <laughs> it's,
1: it's, a, it's a theatrical nature. That still has undertones all over *Girl Meets World*. It's a spectacle, it's a theatrical thing that, to me, is putting distance between me and the show. Yeah, these are things that were not in *Boy Meets World*. I... Not, no, not this, not so differently, yeah. not not in the same way. You know, there was definitely the the spectacle from *Boy Meets World*. I want to say it's more organic, but that's too I, I, I wanna... You know
0: what I would say similar to this? Which is that when Boy Meets World did it, it usually... It was character-driven. Well, Space it also... World. To me, it also usually wasn't the best parts of Boy Meets World either. So I'm not even going to talk about in comparison to Boy Meets World. Yeah, maybe, I'm just, maybe yeah. Eric at the end. I'm not talking yeah. about that. I'm still I'm, talking about, like, early couple seasons. Yeah, but I'm talking even about, like, when they had, like, wrestling matches and things like that. And they had... You know, like, they've had, they had ridiculous things happen that I wasn't a big fan of. But the, but we shouldn't even talk about it in comparison yeah, okay. to the to Boy Meets World. We should just say, it was bad. It just wasn't... It made the characters less intimidating, and it felt like something that would never happen ever in real life. Yeah. It wasn't even that clever. The actors didn't do anything special with it. Is, it was just not good. I liked Riley's response.
2: Yeah. But
1: I don't know if me getting that nice performance from Rowan was worth the setup. Okay. And I've said this about other things in the past. Yeah.
0: So, Maya says they were kings... And the bullies say that was over, and they're going to spend their time, they're going to make them spend their time in the hole now because Spunky said they were kings. Now, pause. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about the use of the word kings.
0: You best watch your brain. Well, shouldn't we talk about that in the classroom scene? No. Okay, fine.
1: Because she's she's already gets up and like we're patriots.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: The name of the school is
2: Abigail Adams. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> <laughs> we already are continuing this tradition already with the school names. Yeah, but also we are. This is a
2: really weird
1: thing. I, it's funny.
2: It, no, it, I like fine. I like it, yeah. especially but because how it started with Bill Daniels.
1: Yeah, they're starting up this sort of metaphor here. Mm. We're doing a Revolutionary War metaphor where we have the kings, which is the, the powers that be. They so in this case the trifecta
0: bullies yeah
1: <laughs> they uh, you know they are the the god given right to rule yeah and then we have the Tories the loyalist here we have Riley the believer mm. and now we have the the minuteman you know the Patriots the, the you know the revolutionaries which is Lucas and then trickling into say
0: <laughs> Farkle yeah so so a couple of things. I guarantee they're going to end it like that. Okay, so, so I will say, yeah, because I, the whole Patriot vs. King thing is there, but very much in the background, and it really isn't what Corey's lesson's about in this not episode, yet, yet. so hopefully it will be in part two. I, I I do wonder, so if we're bringing this revolutionary war idea, right, yes. one would assume that they have to rise up against these bullies, which would then make you assume they aren't just benevolent great people. Right. So maybe, I, there could be a twist here that I might find interesting, which is that... The bullies think they're good, but they're not that good. That's what I think and, it is. And, well, th- that's not that bad. I think
2: that's already happening though.
0: But like, but no, but the but Riley realizes it too, okay. and and they and they rise up and be like, you guys think you're being nice to us and teaching us something, but the way you went about it, that's not okay. And so, like, if that is what it leads to, I have much less. I still think that the jokes aren't funny. That's not enough to me, though, because literally,
1: that could be like you, disgusting morons. (laughs) You no, you are you are so stupid that you don't even realize that you are ruining everybody else's life for your own entertainment because you think that you're so high and mighty. Yeah, that's what really what that is.
0: Yeah. And so what? You're your... the
1: immature ones. If it doesn't get yeah. to that level, no, no, that's the point. If that's it doesn't get to that level, yeah. you're the immature morons. Yeah. then it's a failure. No,
0: but so then, it, but if they don't do that, then it isn't a revolution. So that's the thing. I feel like this parallel, yeah. might be might be saying that that may might go there. I, I, again, it doesn't excuse the fact that the, I think the humor is bad and the characters are not well conceived. And that they're just very basic. And they also... The other thing is, it's one of those things where we walk to the Boy Meets World episode where Frankie, Joey, and Harley are each individual characters with their own individual traits. Within
1: seconds, Frankie, Joey shows up already their characters. Within seconds. We don't even get any backstory. We get nothing. We don't even necessarily know who they are yet. They are already acting in a way which shows that they have very specific characters that they are now portraying.
0: Whereas the trifecta is one character. Yeah. Separated yeah. between three characters. Any of the it's lines... are just yeah. They're just a force. They're yeah. just a, a weirdly... A god. They're just yeah. god. I, I don't agree with that. I guess that's what we have to keep talking about. That I think that they are... I don't straight. know. I
2: hate them about as equally as I hate pigeons. So I'm gonna go with <laughs> them.
0: They're, they're, they're just like... <laughs> I just I just can't I just can't agree with the God thing. Well, so at least especially well, before we
1: know how well, it ends. At out. least let's talk about King. Let's talk about divine right then. Yeah. Let's, let's say
0: they, they they think that they're ordained by God. Yeah. But Can if that's but just... if that's the whole point, and the point is that they are wrong, then I have less of an issue with it. Depends if on if how they, wrong they if get. they are right, and Riley was right, that's a there's a huge disparity. There's a huge difference for me between if Riley and them are right, or if, if they're wrong, and Riley changes. If
1: Riley is made that she is the martyr and the hero, yeah. right? Because she had the blind faith and she's stuck with it. And that's how the episode part two ends. Yeah. How are you going to feel about this part one?
0: Uh, I mean, I I already sort of am expecting that. The, the things you were saying with the Kings and the Patriots are the first thing that made me go, maybe there's more here. Okay. Um, Would you go back and change it or just let this alone and continue with it? I, I don't know. I honestly don't. If If it really... I mean, because honestly, I'm not grading this as, as the grade that I am, mm-hmm. or quote-unquote, mm-hmm. as high as I am, because I think the message is good. Mm-hmm. I don't like the message. You, you know? like <laughs> certain don't steps forward. No one can see your <laughs> yeah. You like certain steps forward, like Lucas getting yeah. that from someone. Yeah, I like the Ava plot. I, and that's, I, you know, I like the Ava plot. I like the Lucas stuff. I like... But why does it have co-
1: to be one step forward, two steps back? Yeah. Why does it have to be that way? That yeah. is what gives me anxiety yeah. about this show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: There's no reason for that.
0: Yeah, uh, so the bullies say that they're giving them a service and they'll thank them someday. And this was like the first like super in your face foreshadowing of yeah. they actually are good guys. And then Thor's like, "I'm smoking because yeah. I'm
1: Gaston. Trust me, mm-hmm.
2: you'll thank us."
1: <laughs> he shakes his hair while
0: <laughs> 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 he talks. I, I like, mean,
2: where he looks like a, Where are you surfing, Thor? <laughs> <Where>? <laughs> You're in New York, Thor. <laughs>
0: I, I mean cuz I do want to point out so if this episode, if a part 2 ends with them thanking them then this is really bad.
2: Oh my god. Really not I'll good. light it all on fire. Yeah. I'll light their stupid set on fire. <laughs> you and your stupid styrofoam doors.
1: So this is styrofoam starting... is very flammable.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I'll, so I'll have fun with that. We have a show where we have characters Smackle, Farkle and Thor.
0: Well, I I don't think they never actually say his name is yeah. Thor. I mean, that's just a justification I, no, for I don't care. <laughs> um, so this starts, the end of the scene starts the whole uh, conflict between Riley and Lucas because... Yeah, the seeds of it. Yeah, because yeah, Riley is still weirdly nice to them is like, they must be right. And Lucas starts blaming himself for this because he can't protect them anymore. Right. And the thing is about Lucas is... A little more of that would be great. Yeah, and the thing yeah. is I, I do think that, that there are actually multiple layers to what's going on with Lucas here mm-hmm. that I actually really enjoy. That he both feels like insecure about his masculinity. His own manhood is yeah. on the line. And, and, and there is like the classic Lucas, I want to protect my friends right. thing, but he's also actually scored. but he's also actually angry and he's angry at Riley and yes. he's getting fed up with this. Yeah, most importantly, yeah. he's angry at Riley
1: for himself yeah. because she is holding him back.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, There is still this issue though which is that the, the whole separation between Texas Lucas and bubblegum Season one, Lucas, mm-hmm. where it's still hard for me to, to sometimes believe that they're right. in the same human being. That yeah, he
1: might go out and trash something.
0: Yeah, you have to be reminded. Of that. Yeah, because 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 I I like Texas Lucas, and I and again I've as I've always said I like that he's trying to be better, mm-hmm. but it's just that the trying always seems so high. That it make that I'm like he's babe, already there. Like you, because I, I, I guess it's hard for me sometimes to believe that he would actually get upset with Riley right. because season one Lucas would never get upset. You know, like and so yeah. season one Lucas is the kind of guy that if he walked into
1: someone burglaring his house, <laughs> he'd be like, "Guys, can I do anything for you? Like, you don't have to live this life. Here, take my wallet. Yeah, just you know, just leave the pictures.
0: Yeah, just think about his yearbook thing, where it's like most likely to go with the flow or whatever yeah. it was called. You know, so. Yeah, but I generally I really do like Lucas here. I guess sometimes yeah. that's hard to rectify for me. Lucas Fryer, season rectify three, season, uh, three. So season three. So we're
2: in the classroom right now. Right? Yes, so
0: now like, we're in the no 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 now our Augie is growing up fast.
2: Well, no, before that.
0: No, no. The next scene is Augie. We we, we, guessed, right, we were, grow up Augie. Okay, grow <laughs> up Augie. Get a job. Um, <laughs> so Ava comes in and is talking about how her mom and dad are fighting again. Which I, I'm trying to remember when we've heard seeds of this before. But we definitely heard about their parents fighting before. Yeah. multiple times, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's definitely
0: mentioned. Yeah. It's been very under the surface, and I am interested that they actually did something with it. I didn't really expect them to. I always thought it was yeah. just like a hint to be like, oh, this is why Abe was the We're way she is. something. Well, just to be <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Abe was awful, but it's not necessarily totally her fault. Yeah. Um, I think that that's interesting. Uh, they have this whole prenup... Damn. It's all in the pilot. It's all in the pilot. <laughs> Ava's not in the pilot. <laughs> no, she is Oh, next door. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah. Uh, so if you look
1: really closely, <laughs> there's a picture on the fridge with her and Auggie smiling at, on a class trip. <laughs> I wouldn't
0: be that surprised. <laughs> it's all in the pilot. It reminds me of how like people are like, oh, they didn't mistreat Angela. Clearly that she's still friends with them because there are pictures of Angela in the apartment. I'm like, that's not enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, so there's this whole <laughs> joke about prenups, um, I didn't love the introduction here, but yeah. Ava is saying, is basically saying things her parents were saying, which I thought that was, was sort of interesting, and that, uh, I, I actually personally, so you guys hate this whole thing where Augie's like, is it possible you aren't mad at me, but there's something else going to on? To me, it's like, that line is like, I know that they put that in
1: because it was like, this is how we teach kids that sometimes people deflect their anger. Which is okay. I, see, no,
0: I don't read that way th- that way at all. I okay. really think it's just Augie's an idiot, and I and then he <laughs> smacks him, and I thought it was funny.
1: No, she sp- shoves the paper back
0: in his face. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. he's still so, like he's physically being like you're an idiot. And I, so I thought that was... I don't think... It, and
2: Augie jumping up and down because he gets empty boxes?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean there, there aren't everything... I don't love everything about this scene. Uh, unless but, he's about
2: to have his own spinoff of Out of the Box. <laughs> I, am not, I am not okay with that
0: line. I don't know. I, I thought it was... I thought him saying... If Topanga or somebody else with brains said, is it possible? Well, like, <laughs> then I'd be like, okay, this is terrible. But I think it's supposed to be Augie's a stupid little kid
1: being stupid. I, I just think that in general, this whole theme as it as it just unravels, it is, it has the attitude of, the lines are very blunt, they, they don't, they never linger in the moment, they never sit in the moment, they just, one thing happens, the next thing happens. It's like an instructional video. It's like, this is how you, as you're training you to, to deal with these kids, and these are the lines that in a perfect world, these would come out of your stupid mouth. But here, <laughs> it's like, if you are trying to make an art form, you need to have these things stew a little bit. I, I just really believe that this should have been an A-plot of another episode. They, uh, see, here's the thing.
0: I don't disagree with you. I just think that you guys are being way kay. too hard. Well, even
1: if they didn't. Even if they didn't do an A-plot. Even if this was the B-plot. I just think there was not enough missteps before they said the right thing or No,
0: but but there was because the whole arc up until their final scene is have hope it will be okay, things will work out and then it doesn't. Yeah. I think that this works well. I think mean, they set up in previous episodes that there's there's tension, then they brought it up again, remind us tension's happening, then they're like it's going to work out, I'm sure they'll figure it out and then it didn't. I think this arc makes total sense. There could have been more time, yeah, but it's
1: not bad. They should have been there should have been awkwardness, there should have been nervousness. There should have been like more worrying at the beginning even if there wasn't an, a specific pointer towards any violence or aggression the par- Corey or Tbanger should have walked her back
0: over and not just sent her on a merry way I, yeah. I don't again I don't disagree with you but I, that, that, that you're acting as though this is a bad plot and I'm sorry it isn't no, again, like, is, I'll go no back it's not to a bad
2: plot it's
0: yes. just, it's not... No, I don't even think it's a bad execution. It could be better, but it is not bad.
1: To I- me, this is the, the prime example of what I mentioned at the beginning. The idea versus the costume of the idea. I like that they had this idea and they want to do it. But I feel like when they do it, it's this kind of facade thing. It's a PSA, but it's something else. It's like, there's something about it. There's this filter, there's this package around it. That I am not completely able to permeate when I'm watching it. I, it's yeah, there's an idea, so I'm glad that they had this idea. But then it's the costume of the idea. It's the it lacks the the organic. It lacks the lingering in the moment. There's just something under the surface so completely missing and empty that for me, because that's the thing that I really want to tune into.
0: I'm just like, why? See, now, I guess totally don't agree with you because. Ava is, I think her acting is really good no, here. No, I agree. No, no, no just let, let, me, let me finish. Okay. Ava's acting is really good here. We. I think that there is a lot of emotion because Maya comes in and comes with all this baggage, and so I am feeling it because I am feeling what this means to Maya and how that connects to this, and, and now it's, it's sort of giving us the flashback we never got with Maya by seeing a kid at this age and what they're feeling at this age, I think that her interactions with Augie I really like because Augie's trying to do his best, but he's kind of bumbling it. He doesn't really know what to say, but I think that he's trying to be a good friend at that age and that it felt right. And that they found a way to make these these storylines that were so pathetic in, for preschoolers at the beginning of the show and made something that actually had me feeling something. And so if you didn't feel something, sure, but it's not a bad plot. I, I, it's, it's really, I, I, at minimum, I would say it was a, a B-level plot. And I feel like if you think that it's literally not good, then your standards are just n- not in the right place for what the show is.
1: I just want, when they do have lofty
0: goals and I feel like they missed, I just get extra upset. Okay. So you can be like it's not I mean like I understand if it's not for you. I just I, it's not like one of their worst plot lines they No, done. But, I mean that's no, not that's how important. I feel. I think... The
1: way that feels they wasted their opportunity is why I'm upset. But it's not over. But that moment is over. That that instance was. Yeah, I the think that what we saw over.
2: here should have been spread out more. Like with Ava actually coming to Topanga and coming to the Matthews with her problem. Yeah. And like making she's like making a bigger deal out of the problem now because Ava actually sees that there's a problem going on with her parents. Yeah. That should have been and up until the moment of her dad leaving, that should have been spread out for like three more episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't... I, I, I think that...
2: I think it's good. I really yeah. like the idea. Yeah. And I think that the scene with Maya, despite how awkward Maya's entrance was... Which
0: was super awkward. Like, super, super
2: duper weird. awkward. I didn't even hey notice guys, that
1: the I was just time. literally
0: standing here. And I heard, heard everything. <laughs> and, and also, because he, yeah, he goes, I just heard as though, like, someone had told her as yeah. opposed to, I was sitting over there and you said <laughs> it, so I just heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Which they've used
1: jokes like that before on Warming's yeah. World, but that would not have been yeah. the time for that. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that was that was weird so
2: like so all of it like there's good stuff there it's just i i personally felt it was awkwardly executed mostly because of how i felt it was rushed yeah but like ava's acting was good sabrina's acting was good it was just crammed and directed awkwardly
0: i don't know i i mean first of all you have to remember when acting is good that is part of directing Especially when I just meant it, the, pl- like, the
2: placement, the block. Okay,
0: yeah. That's all Yeah, okay.
2: Her entrance was super weird. I yeah, didn't notice I, it the first time. Yeah. You pointed it out yeah, to me yeah, and it that, It was really strange. You shouldn't have pointed it out to me.
0: Um, you did this. <laughs> all right, so scene four. Scene four. Marley. The introduction of Marley. So,
2: uh, is she coming back? I don't know. Okay.
0: Um, she what? hates Corey's teaching. Uh, talks about how his writing is too cryptic. We talked about the Kings and Patriots you, thing.
2: You can't teach cryptic.
0: Now I don't know which of us said this. I think it might have been Keith, but it was a really good point, which is why is this the function of this character yeah. not given to Smackle? Right, be- she's a useless character because Smackle is already supposed to be this voice of reason, and, and she knows, is introduced and is a
1: new to this is teaching style. Yeah. So where instead we have Marley, which I really was a mute point for me because I liked the idea of it, but I didn't like the execution. I feel like if it was Smackle. It would have been funnier, made a lot of sense, and I would have actually believed that she was actually the voice of reason, because I did not believe Molly was the voice of reason.
0: It would have added more, so like, I personally, I I know you guys might not not agree, but I personally like Smackle's humor in this episode, but beyond her humor, she really doesn't have anything else to do, and this would have given her actually some reason to interact with the group more, too, and because she she wouldn't, wouldn't, they'd be like, come on, Smackle, he's great or whatever, and like... That would have been interesting,
1: and she'd be like, "I'll give it a shot."
0: Yeah, like it doesn't have to be like a huge thing, yeah. but it would have been a moment that gave her something to do.
2: In regards to Smackle in general, I I like Smackle. I think she's quirky. She's an interesting addition. And Dan pointed this out before that you know it. We had a very white cast before, and now we ha- we're adding more people of color, which is a positive yeah,
0: on a regular basis.
2: Why is she at this school? She went to a really good private school. It makes me feel like. She settled so that she could be with Farkle, which she is made icky. the
1: same mistake that Japanga made with Corey. Yeah, I'm.
2: <laughs> it, it feels icky. I
0: I agree with you. I don't really. She
2: doesn't even need to be there. You can very easily have a girlfriend and see her after school. Yeah,
0: and give. So we, uh, we talked. Okay, so we should actually. Some people might not know. We talked about how Zay regular is is uh, Smackle irregular and it, they're in this really weird undefined zone because apparently, like. So they're not in like the opening credits, yeah. but like when Zay is introduced to the live taping, they call him a regular. But he's not really a regular. He's been, but he's been in eleven of the thirteen episodes they've done so far, so he's basically a regular. And then Smackle apparently has only been in seven. So if he's in that little, why isn't she just in th- at Topanga's at the hanging out with them? Yeah. Why is she at school? Because, because at this six point she's such ju- a hard juggle. Six is a hard juggle, guys.
2: <laughs> and at this point she's just following them around, and every now and then tries to hug them.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean that we bothered don't, me. See, yeah, more or less I like Smackle, but there were a few things like the hug joke, which I think was really irresponsibly handled.
0: I personally found it really funny. I can understand why you'd have problems with it because, but I actually liked both her saying that and Zay's reacting to it. I, I do think we don't know what their plan is in general. Maybe they have a reason why they want her in the school. But yes, given this episode. It doesn't feel like there's a good enough reason yet, yeah, so she can end up with Lucas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, they didn't even... wait, she wanted to be in the triangle. Why is she want to be in the triangle? Oh. Lucas is supposed to be the creepy creep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she just wants what everybody else has. All right, so we're moving on from Marley the Magnificent. Um,
2: I do want characters with like real legitimate um, New York accents in this show, though.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
2: back off. <laughs>
0: The problem I don't even really
2: no offense to any of our followers who may have them love New York
0: accents. Amanda's gonna kill you.
1: I think the problem with that is even though that would be more authentic, it alienates the viewership because when we're talking about TV, there is an accent of TV. Broadcasting is its own accent dialect in American English, you know? Mm. And I think that it's that way for a reason. And I think that this particularly because it's aimed at children it's not like a movie yeah. or something it probably does make sense that most of the characters have this sort of broadcasting language
0: well at this point i feel like why does this one person have this accent and nobody else does right then nobody just make you worry about Zay- more. Zay and lucas don't have any kind of accent either like, right it's it's, yeah. it's, it's it's
1: it's the accent of american broadcasting yeah it's, anyway, you know, and it's, you you as stupid as it is, you kind of need that. You know what's history's most famous triangle? <laughs> uh, Their family. I'm sure the Illuminati <laughs> top of the back of the dollar bill
0: pyramid.
2: <laughs> okay, see that's funny. <laughs> uh, this is incest.
0: Yeah, no. So calling it <laughs> a triangle was just awkward, and I also just thought like his. His lesson, as much Too as I, forced. As much as I liked some stuff with Corey this episode, this is like definitely his worst lesson ever because he literally no, was, was it. He, no, it was in this new nation they have to stick together, yeah, and get through the tough times together. No, no, not that they have to. They did, yeah, because they had to. Yeah. Um, so then Riley argues that the seniors are more experienced than them, they they, and that they should listen to them. Lucas says that they're picking on them. Um, there's the whole thing about being, that would be normal if we just went around and (laughs) did what we could do, that was funny. That was the other good joke. Are we fighting?
2: I don't know, let's go to the weird, undefined space between the the floors and talk about it.
0: That was really good, I really like that.
1: That was joke two out of three and a half good jokes of this episode. Yeah, I I mean, I will
0: say, it's, I will say, this episode is a good, um... To me, it's good for Lucas shippers because it, right. so it, it makes it makes it's a good it's a good thing that shows that they can have conflict and that they can be really funny together in this conflict. And so you know, especially
2: because the the quote unquote Maya Lucas conflict in the classroom was garbage. I
0: really thought it was funny.
2: Hated it.
1: I really liked I it. Liked can we
2: make the her her joke die?
1: I liked it. I, I liked everything until the actual. I just me personally, the her is way out of hand. She should have there are so many other things that she could have done to the same effect, and it even could have been very meek and she quick. could have
2: done a very similar thing to when she first met Lucas on the subway. Yeah. I
1: will say I think Serena did the best of what she was given because she gave the inflection and she made it
0: as if it was a conversation in a mm-hmm. weird language. That's the reason that's I like. No, that's the. For me. It isn't the same joke. It's 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 a different joke utilizing something that we had. It's what we talked about hundreds of times in season one. We're like, why are they just doing these catchphrases? If you're going to use the same joke again, you have to have a new twist on it. This is a new twist on it. And I and I would have
1: liked it if they yeah. did it twelve jokes ago. Okay. All right. I, I can I, understand. I that. I'm just so past at this yeah. point. That again, I. That would have been fine if that was the fourth time they did this. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I just feel like we haven't had it since, like, Texas 3, I'm pretty sure. So it feels like a long time It's
1: just in the darkest parts of my soul right now. (laughs) So I just can't... (laughs)
2: And also, I don't like this weird... Like how Lou said this. Thing. Yeah, what is this? No, you I have think, to argue with him equally as much as I argue with him. I think that's funny. It's creepy. No, it's creepy. It's creepy and weird and needs to be resolved. Okay, for,
0: for creepy, I don't agree, I agree with. with. I don't see <laughs> what's creepy. It's, it's unrealistic and it's, strange. It's, uh, I don't know why it's creepy. awkward
2: uh, and weird. Uh, we'll
1: talk about this more in, a, in, a, in, a, in another scene, scene.
0: But oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. for
1: me, the where this makes sense is that it's, it's an acceptance, but it's not the kind of acceptance like this is okay. It's the kind of acceptance as... Okay, this is happening. Why? Is, yeah. Who?
0: Why, why? Can't I have normal friends? Yeah. It, it's that kind of acceptance. Yeah. Well, it's all okay. So, I, for first of all, the, the one good thing about this triangle stuff is that they're not just forgetting about it for a bunch of episodes again. Yeah. That if we're that yes, this isn't like a quote unquote like like <laughs> triangle arc episode, but they're but they're not acting like it didn't happen. Now, it is so, problematic
1: that somewhere in the summer they went from them being really upset to it being kind of a comedy point. And then no, is an no, issue. no, but
0: remember they already did this comedy thing in Legacy with like, a, like you where, when they're in the classroom and Riley was up against the wall and he's like be, you have to like he was yeah. they were already saying this I know thing. but
1: like right now yeah. it's like
0: it's like really it's like all comedy and yeah. they're really pushing that why
2: don't they acknowledge Which... summer at all what are they like <laughs> weird sleeper cell babies that don't wake till the leaves are falling off the trees well they can't learn hey. anything
0: when they're not in school wake me up when September ends oh that's not cool wake man. me up before you go go uh-huh. so scene five. <laughs> All right, so Smackle asks if anyone wants the hug. We already talked about that. I liked it. Uh, Riley thinks the seniors want to teach them something. We talked about that already. Um, Maya has this whole thing about, oh, there's a bird over there. How may I try and go with that? I don't
2: get that joke because Maya's made that joke before, and that was in a, a comment on how much she loves beautiful little weirdo Riley. You
1: can never trust Maya. It's the last of this episode.
2: <laughs> and now she's saying it being like, oh, what is this? This... Stupid girl. Well, okay. So How am I even competing with this idiot over here who believes in Pluto? You're a jerk, <laughs> Maya. You're a jerk.
0: So Nan's gonna love that. Um, so I understand why people are upset about this and that it doesn't it doesn't feel like it fits her character. They have jokes like this, that I don't mind that. I don't think you're supposed to take this as like a character moment. It's, it's just, a moment. it's yeah, it's just a funny one off side. She's not like actually trying to be mean. She's just joking. She's just making a quip. Yeah. That you're supposed to get, you'd be like, you "Oh, know, that's Pluto silly. has
2: feelings, Maya." Yeah, I mean,
0: like, I don't think so. <laughs> We're gonna
2: fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, if, if Riley, if they don't cut away and show Riley upset about something, then that's I don't, like, I don't. The audience is not supposed to be upset about it. The audience is not. They're supposed to be like, "Oh, that's silly," and then you're just not supposed to you're just like be like, "Oh, this is showing how Maya is a terrible person." <laughs> like, you know, like writing it in their little notebooks. They like, can have ship wars about yeah. her. How he, I like, wish there was a video. Notebook. Because like i was
1: like, saying, <laughs> the hand gestures that was perfect.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you must remember my diary. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one
2: day there's really gonna be a bird, and you know
1: that would be really great. Actually, I
0: guarantee they'll do that that'd if, they, really if they know anything. It'll be with it it. the god pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god
1: that is what they're gonna do oh now, no now he hates it I love the god pigeon oh
2: no it remi- it the bird thing does remind me though of Actually, how in one of my classes my freshman year of high school one of my friends she makes really good like bird imitation sounds but no one ever noticed like she was doing it <laughs> so people would legit be looking around for a bird in the classroom and not because she's a really quiet nice girl too who like never, yeah never gets mm-hmm. in trouble people like always charlie copy of her homework and like very just normal girl otherwise and so she'd just be in the back of the classroom making birds <laughs> that's
1: really funny so before i forget speaking of the god pigeon the god pigeon at the end of part two yeah the trifecta bullies are gonna pull off their masks and they're gonna have pigeon heads <laughs> and they're gonna Holy- be part of the pigeon cult I <laughs> will
0: never sleep again don't you dare Michael Jacobs don't you dare <laughs> it will be an okay association with the tot taut- the minions where they have like tons of tot minions <laughs> <I don't know.
2: laughs> no this is the weirdest show ever
0: confirmed All right. that reminds me of
1: uh, Illuminati confirmed was it uh, eagles are turning people into horses yeah that's funny <laughs>
0: Um, but I do want to say so that so everybody we'll that. so everybody leaves and then Riley's like okay everybody follow me and uh, it's really March. funny yeah, yeah, that, is that is joke really number three <laughs> part of the episode <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they go up up the up the levels which I did enjoy that they find this bay window which okay, I was okay yeah. I, I don't really like the next thing with the cue taking their spot and doing the hair flip mm. I just don't really get anything out of that. Um, That's torturing the audience
1: and other characters.
0: I personally enjoyed Zay liking the cheerleaders. I thought that Where's Vanessa? She's dead. Um <laughs> oh, confirmed.
2: What?
0: Oh my god. Ryder very strong confirmed it to us while we have him tied up in the basement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot Ryder was in the basement. Oh, a lot of his yeah.
0: projects have been getting really behind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that yeah, where is the ghost Ryder?
1: Where's, where's Micah?
2: Where is Micah the asshole ghost? <laughs>
0: I liked Zay Liking the key leaders. It felt to me it did feel very boy meets worldy um and very Johnny.
2: Yeah,
1: but the problem
0: with that is that is what Zay's
1: doing. He's going yes in the background and he's flirting with girls.
0: Yeah, but I thought I think that I act I honestly at this point really liked the actor and I think the way he's doing it. Yes, he didn't have a ton to do in this episode, but, but I thought his comedy was strong. I mean, that's all fine, but the problem is I, they're just not using him well so in the, need- in the script. I agree that in general, but this wasn't a big episode for him. They should have bigger episodes for him. But the way he's utilized in this episode, isolated, I think he was funny. We still even fun. haven't
2: had a Lucas-centric episode, not a really true one. Ah, and now we have six people.
0: I mean, Secret of Life is a pretty cent- Lucas-centric. Yes, episode.
2: but I want one that like I actually understand Lucas. Yeah, I, I, I really don't feel like we do yet.
0: I mean, this is close to a Lucas-centric episode too. Not really. I mean, He's a
1: big player in the episode, yeah. and he has a lot of character. Yeah, but that's it's a Riley it's, episode. Yeah, it's not. It's not yeah. a Lucas episode. It is a Riley episode.
0: I, per- I personally think there's, it's equally a Riley and Lucas episode.
1: I think it's only like that because we have not seen Lucas like this before. Yeah, we do not go home and see yeah. Lucas sitting with Farkle. Yeah, that's that's the difference.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is when the triangle thing comes back up, and they are both his girlfriends equally as much. Yuck. Um, again, this is just feeding into my Rukayaka's weird, single k- combo relationship weirdness. Uh,
2: what, is this, what does this mean <laughs> for Riley and Maya?
0: It means that we're getting... The same thing as usual. <laughs> it means that they're together, but also with Lucas. <laughs> yeah, th- this is joke three and a
1: half. This alone, this is a funny joke. I just think that it does pose some problems
0: as to where this goes with the drama of this. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't know. It, it's just, it is very weird, and I understand why people would not like this. It's so it, weird. It's so weird that I love it.
1: That's why it's funny. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, because it's so strange, and I've never <laughs> seen anything like this before. <laughs> and it almost is does feel like, because I remember I made a joke when I first started talking about Rukayakis, they're like, oh, the one big way that they're going to be progressive and liberal in the show is having this three <laughs> <laughs> person relationship. <laughs>
2: and no, they're
1: doing it. That's Endgame. Hey, that's what it means by it's not a triangle.
0: Yo, <laughs> it's. it's a Circle. I don't know. It's to a go. pile. <laughs> oh, that cool. has some connotations. Um, it wasn't
2: supposed <laughs> to you.
0: It's so weird. Um, so the football team is huge, yeah, and yeah. so and I'm not
2: even like totally hating on polyamory right now, but this is so weird.
0: You're just super Uh <laughs> I don't know if that's how you would say that. Probably not. <laughs> um but I'd like that the scientists were huge too. I thought that was kinda of funny. Why did they Very have neutral. To be? It was yeah. fine. Yeah. I just liked I liked smackles. Yeah. Thing. I mean nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Everybody is mad at Corey. Corey is mad at everybody. <laughs> he has
2: a right. Yeah. He didn't he
0: didn't sign up to go to high school. Yeah. I really liked Corey in this. Did you have
2: to do something different, like go to school again or something to teach I think high
0: school? We've, do we've, we've debated this began before, that it mean, It may not know the summer. <laughs> But, I, I mean... We
2: should interview Mr. DeMaio.
0: Yeah. I mean, I liked that he was saying, like, he used to be able to talk about whatever he wants, and they'd just take it, and now he he's actually asked to teach, and uh, that's not why he got into this. I liked all that. I liked his ranting, I liked that he had his own thing, I liked... I do think there's a lot more to dive into there, but I'm really hoping Splash. that they do in part two. And I'm... I'll, I'll, this is actually a good time to talk about... People are like, why is Feeney not in the episode? Because yeah. he's supposed to be in the premiere of every, epi- every season. Yeah. I hope he's in part two, because they're considering this all the premiere. He probably will be. And I hope that they somehow have him help Corey get on track more. Otherwise, I'm going
2: to start a GoFundMe to bring me to California and talk to Michael Jacobs. Talk (laughs) is in quotation marks. (laughs)
0: I just hope Eric doesn't come back and say lose one friend, lose all friends. <laughs> <five laughs> well, so I was thinking that, that this feels like part one of the like the war. The war yeah, and, and more so than back to school in some ways, it feels like the war. He, he needs and to not do that. I mean, I'll be really mad if he does that. These kids need to do this no, on their own. I would know if Eric was coming. I feel you like, would like I would. I would. We wouldn't. We Your Eric
2: heard. senses would have been tingling.
0: <laughs> we would have heard if Eric was coming next episode. I feel like maybe it would have come out. But, who knows? I mean, at the same time, I don't know if if William Daniels is coming back either, so.
1: So how's that theory going, Dan?
0: Everyone is mad at court. (laughs) 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 Um, So the kids don't feel important anymore. Did you actually prepare us? Uh, I like the whole thing with Smackle Kickies on quick, I wanna be in the triangle. Uh, that was was pretty good That, that was good. Can we, we kill, kill the
2: triangle?
0: We... <laughs> Come on, D. That was fire. That was funny. Kill, kill it bro. with
2: fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I also I don't know why you have so much issues with the triangle, considering that all all of us have graded Texas one through three well, New New Year well. Cause now legacy it's weird. Well,
2: well but yeah. it got weird, man. Once it gets weird I'm over it. <laughs>
0: Oh my God! You're so loud. <laughs> All right. So everybody is what
1: mad is at that Corey. Sorry, you're
0: making. Uh,
2: oh, no, my cheeks are out.
0: <laughs> so Lucas is annoyed. Riley is looking for the best in people, and then we move over to the hole. And Corey asks why they would pick on just them to put pick on. Uh, as we, I theories, assume
2: theories of why it's just them because oh been,
0: no, what what. It's all Corey plot. Did Corey
1: tell them to do that? I don't think so. Oh. I, I, you, I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: I, I don't think he did. It's
2: kind of traumatizing, dude.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it, would, it wouldn't make sense with Back to School that like he thought he learned something by overcoming a bully. Yeah. But I, but the way he's acting in this episode does not seem like he has some sly plan going on. If anything, he feels desperate and crazy. <laughs> so I don't... I don't think so. My feeling is more is just that they've been walking them at at the bakery, which
2: is creepy. Also, this is a creepy episode. Is Charlie here?
0: I mean, uh, Charlie. Charlie, told him to do it. I, Charlie wrote this episode. See, now, <laughs> Charlie wrote this episode. So now I wouldn't mind, uh, honestly, if they had like a montage of previous <laughs> things happening in the bakery surrounding the kids, and they had them in the background being like, "What the." Are these people doing <laughs> <laughs> Because like If you think about like Oh I mean it doesn't work With the ice cream thing Because they weren't Actually there But it made it work For the second ice cream thing With Maya with the giant Ice yeah. cream cone Or like When uh, they see like Katie smashing things but, I mean, Or like
2: that guy From Shark Tank
0: Oh uh, Mark Cuban Yeah Yeah I'm just saying like I feel like you could see things Where they're like These kids just think They're all that And they're not We're gonna teach them a lesson And that's just called bullying Yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's a
2: creepy ass episode so, Lucas, I'm just picturing Charlie like in a weird Dark room Charlie
0: like, the one who got them It's his master plan to destroy <laughs> Wait, Lucas oh, and He's Howard. got like a tiny
2: like <laughs> Emily Dickens style Desk and he's writing this episode and he's like I'm gonna teach those assholes She should have gone out with me And he's got like part time jobs on the side So he could hire They don't even go to the school They don't even go here Those are
0: Craigslist actors <laughs> <laughs>
2: Exactly
0: Oh, my. It's all Charlie. It all comes full circle. So Lucas is annoyed and wants to be on the football team.
2: <laughs> Let me know if you like my theory. <laughs> Next time
0: on Girl Meets World, <laughs> Lucas wants to try out for the football team. Riley thinks he got killed. Lucas gets mad. Riley doesn't believe in Lucas. and scene. You have faith in strangers, <laughs> but not in me. Um, now, so I don't want to uh, steal from Nan because we'll hear from her later in the voicemail. Then don't. But, but this is an important time to bring this up. I feel like um, she talks about how it, this is a interesting slash weird change because yeah. this is a there's a very direct parallel here to Texas One, yes. where where Lucas was going to do something extreme and dangerous, and Riley believed in him no matter what. So in some ways, that's interesting because. Therefore, it would strike a chord even more with Lucas and that would be maybe more like she used to believe me, now she doesn't. That, I think, is interesting. The problem is, if that's what they're going for, why did Riley change? There's no motivation for it. There's no explanation for it. Really? Uh, so, and I am wondering again. We talked during the uh, season two review thing about the twists, the reveals. We don't know their motivation because there's going to be a twist. And so, like,
2: I'm so done with this. <laughs> also, you look like a ballerina.
0: Uh uh-huh. um, So, so yeah. I I don't know. We'll be. I'll be interested to see what happens there. But I did like that they fought. I did like Lucas's acting here. Um, and... Getting
2: got crazy as.
0: Uh, and Riley talks about how she doesn't think anything is random. She thinks things happen for a reason. She's
2: insane.
0: She's, she's Riley. She's
2: insane. And I love Riley. I think all of you by now know I love Riley. And I love her so much that I need to tell her she's insane. I mean, do you really
1: think she's this like, is right more now, insane than usual? She, well, th- yeah. th- the difference is, it's not in the belief that makes it more insane. It's in the actions. She is yeah. trying to hold back her friends... From growing, because they can't in this season anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so trying to hold back her friends from growing and experience high school life. She she's, is Michael Jacobs. She's literally not letting them even see what the school looks like and be able to get get around, you know, normally. She's so overly and so, emotional. Yeah, so she is, like, saying, here's my bubble,
0: get in the bubble with me, or, or you're she, offending me. And no. she
2: didn't even create this bubble. She's just accepting this bubble she that she's been put bubble. into. Okay,
0: now, first of all, I feel like you guys are adding things that aren't. Actually there she does not force anyone no, to do anything she does not but, say, "I will be insulted, he says, "I think this is what we should do, yes, he wants them to do that, and yes, he's leading the he literally did lead them down a hole, but that doesn't mean that he's forcing anyone to do anything
1: no, but she is she is coercing them, and not only that they know that she thinks that this is important, okay, yeah, and so she and they also know that if they don't think it's important, she's going to be ripped from that, you know? She's going to be ripped from... I don't think...
0: I don't think that she... I I just don't see what does she do that coerces them.
1: No, she doesn't say anything, but the way she's acting is a coercion, because if they're her friends, which they Mm. are, they don't want to upset her. Yeah. Okay? So they know that they either go along with this delusion, or they're upsetting her. So they have to make a decision between upsetting her or doing what's right for them. And which is, if you are acting... She's not doing it on I, I purpose, just, I but she is doing this.
0: So here's the thing. I feel like everybody, with the possible exception of Lucas, is kind of an asshole here. Because I, I just feel like, okay, so you don't agree with her, you think you want to look out there you you're like, you can be like, look, I'm sorry, you're upset, but like, I just don't agree with you. I'm leaving, and, and, that's, th- and the,
1: that's the line we're missing from Farkle. Yeah,
0: well, then that's the thing, and then, and then, if she reacts and is like, no, you can't, I'm gonna be so upset with you, you, you'll lose my friendship or something, then Riley is doing something wrong. Well, she doesn't have to say something. To no, be doing it. No, but my point. No, but she, she isn't doing anything wrong. She just believes in something, and, and, and yes, she's crazy, but she hasn't actually done anything at all. Until... Uh, well, until in the costume
2: tr- scene, she's asking like, Lucas to stay with her. Like
0: Asking is not doing a bad thing. She wants that to happen. She asks her friend to do something. Well, she's
2: agitated when it seems like he won't go along with At, her.
0: It's okay to be upset again, about something. She's,
1: not she, about something so delusional. She, and, and she isn't making them because they didn't. If, if she yeah, was, so, they would. But so, it's not that she's making them. It's that she is creating a situation, not necessarily intentionally, not maliciously. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to be maliciously. She is creating a situation where she is expecting them to be in this delusion with her and when they're not she's upset yeah. whether there was intention or not she is coercing no, them but, but to he's upset
0: bec- not because he, he's upset the way she's upset not simply because they left he's upset because they didn't come back and do homework or they won't speak to her they won't look at her there's a big difference if they just left and then and, but we're like but we'll see you tonight and then she was like, no, I'm so mad at you guys, you guys are terrible people. Then Riley is in the wrong. But I just don't think that... She, she is crazy, but I don't think that she did anything wrong to her friends. And I think that her friends, on the other hand, are treating her like garbage, and I don't think that's okay. I can Aside understand that from point Lucas.
2: Of, Yeah, well, and Zay is obviously going to go along with yeah. Lucas. And the
0: reason I think Lucas is different is because I think it's more about, A, feeling betrayed because she doesn't believe in him, B, feeling like... I just can't handle your extreme optos anymore. I need a break. And that's an emotional response that I understand, and I don't think he's trying to be a dick. Whereas I feel like Farkle barely talked well, to well, Riley. Farkle was
1: missing a lot. Yeah, yeah Farkle
0: it.
2: Farkle's it, uh, reaction is a little out of nowhere, especially because he's the messenger and everything. Yeah. Because he doesn't, for the most of the day, like in the classroom, I don't he doesn't speak or anything. He doesn't voice his anger or his being upset and agitated towards the situation. And so yeah, you're right, Keith, we are missing that. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say at this point, like the scene here with Lucas and the scene in the bakery that we're going to get to, all the acting is really great. It's all really interesting that they have this big conflict and everyone's kind of divided and that's all good. I just wish it was about something important.
0: Yeah, but but isn't the important thing is that their relationship is break is splintering? I mean, yes, but it, it, it should, would But
2: it should have splintered over something that matters.
0: I, I mean, yes, I agree. But I, I still feel like it's still it, it, it's one of those things where yes, it could be better if there was a better inciting incident, and there should have been a better inciting incident. But I still feel the idea like, versus the cost. Yeah, of the idea. But I still think that. That they are breaking up, and that that is fun is not fun, but it's interesting to watch. That's fun. And it's still and it is emotional, and that they actually are having them have conflict. And it, it, to me, in some ways, it we're now we're past the inciting incident. In some ways, it doesn't really matter what started it. I'm still interested in watching what's well, happening. It matters when it comes back, though. Yeah, I. I That's and, the but we don't know what part two is yet.
1: But it, either way,
0: it's set up to come back. Yeah. so Something's about to matter. Yeah, but it might. But we don't know what it is. We could be okay. I mean, that's all I'm saying.
1: Even if it's okay, it's so convoluted that it is,
0: it is not worth doing it that way. I suppose. I mean, I don't know. I really like the Lucas and Riley stuff. I, I think that, to me, Smackle and and Z- and uh, Farco leaving the way that they did is a symptom of the Central Six being too many people. I don't feel like I understand his point of view. And I also want to throw out, because I know that I believe Amanda had been saying on Twitter that she thinks people are mad at... Maya, because Maya's the one who said the King's thing, and she, she's sort of the reason that the bullies came. But it, to me, it seems very clear that they're mad at yeah. Riley for being overly optimistic. They say that, like, he led them down a hole. That's not Maya. There
2: is the part, yeah. though, when uh, Farkle's in the bakery, and, uh, you know, he's the, being the whole messenger, and he's like, we're not coming because yeah. you ruined our, whole, our first day of high school. And she says, I'm upset with you, Farkle, and he says, I'm upset with you, too.
0: Yeah, so like I, I think, well, I think he's also upset at her. Yeah, yeah. by but, by extension. Yeah, but I still feel like when he, I just feel like to me it's pretty clear when when they leave the when this scene they leave and they go, you know, you let us down a hole to Riley, and the next scene they say you ru- you kind of ruined our first day of high school. Yeah. Well, there's a line I, being yeah. drawn in the sand. Yeah. Now
1: the thing about the Maya is that that makes that make no sense. Is Regardless of she is the one that said the king's thing and made them do that, yeah, the canon of this episode is they know, knew them all along from the shop, yeah, therefore it doesn't
0: matter, yeah, so yeah, also it's just kind of a dick thing to be mad at your friend for saying something when it's actually the bully's fault, right, <laughs> like <laughs> the victim <blame>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, I did like Maya holding Riley's arm in the in the little hole there. I thought that was good uh scene yeah. Alright, so we're back to Ava. So, Ava asks if she can move in. That's the Augie thing. I actually like that joke. Um, mm. Ava, I don't like think it's hilarious, but I thought it was fine. Avi and, a- a- Aug-. and Ava. Ava <laughs> <laughs> a- and Augie have like a little connection. Augie's saying that she's being really grown up about that. I actually like that. Corey's talking about how high school is hard. And he talks to Ava and says, you know, people change, including parents. When
2: they switched like, when Topanga said Switch or whatever, it yeah. should have been Topanga talking to Ava and Corey talking to...
0: Uh, Augie. Augie. And Augie helping Corey.
2: <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that could have been... I did, I did like, until you guys brought up your points, which I think is a valid point, I actually liked Corey talking to Ava, especially because he's kind of proven wrong later. Um... I can, but... get,
2: I can get liking what he said, but there is a big problem with them not like, actually checking out the situation. Especially because at this point, Topanga isn't talking to Ava's mom. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't think the scene is about him being proven wrong. Mm. I just think that's just one of the steps that they're saying you should
0: go through. And they're just rushing to the next one. I don't think it has
1: anything to do with him being wrong. Uh, I
0: disagree with you. I I think, I I mean, I agree that, that, yeah. Because I just feel like that's, like, the feel-good thing. It'll work out, kids. And that you might, like end the uh, classic season one Girl Meets World episode there mm-hmm. and be like, probably it'll work out. I-, I feel like showing, like, you can have hope, but that doesn't mean it's going to work out. It's the whole, if you always win thing. Yeah. You're not doing that. Yeah. And so I think that that's interesting. Now, I, I do agree, I-, I do think it's interesting that you guys talk to keep saying the thing about, like, why didn't she bring them to the mother and talk to the mother or whatever? Because to me, that sounds like more PSAing. That sounds like more like, this is the next step you should do, kids. You should go and talk to the I mother. You didn't have
1: to show it, though.
0: She could have just walked away. That's the difference, though. She could have just. That would be all you want is them going to go talk to them. Yeah. Okay. That, that I didn't, I didn't, it didn't yeah. have to be
1: it's structured. Yeah. It, just, it just needed to be. That is a piece that you just led into that what's happening off camera. It yeah. just
2: shows some responsibility because at this point they actually seem kind of irresponsible. And it's
0: more dynamic but, than just but, oh I'm gonna wait here on the couch under that under that idea. We know off-screen that he's been talking to Ava's mom, Not
2: at this point, though.
0: You don't know when it started. All she goes is, I've been talking to Ava's mom.
2: Yeah, but there's a difference between, like, actually seeing how they interact with
0: Ava. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like it also is kind of... Like, also, not it doesn't seem place. like Topanga. Until there's like actual signs of neglect and abuse, I feel like it's kind of not their place to be like, I hear you're fighting with the Ikeda. Well, it doesn't even have to be like that. It could be literally, <laughs> I'm walking you back to make you feel better because you need some guidance right now. I suppose, but I, I, the way I've read their... Apartment complexes that they're like next door, and
2: also the not your place thing. A lot of people feel like that, and that's how kids get hurt. And that's yeah, how but there's like there's go.
0: no sign. So- there's you're, you're just assuming that because the parents are arguing that they're.
2: It's not even that you assume. It's argue. just you do it. You do it out of caution.
0: I guess I feel like all parents are you though. Uh, it doesn't like automatically mean something bad is going down. I mean, that's I just
2: responsible
0: I suppose I, don't, I, think, I think it feels kind of like you're butting in where you don't belong unless you actually have reason to think that something is going on especially when Ava is being very open about what's going on and isn't saying anything like that I, I'm not saying I don't understand at all where you're coming from but I think it depends on the situation scene 9 alright scene <laughs> <laughs> 9 uh, Riley is hurt because the others uh, didn't come to hang out uh, the fight is real uh, the bullies are into Pangas, it's their place, which we pointed out, it is literally Riley's place, her parents own it, and they could have easily kicked them out, um. Yeah, that was
2: um, super annoying. They
0: should throw muffins at them. Mm-hmm. Um. No, they should not. The, Please don't. Um, the bullies are messing with them, but they like to think that they're good people. Just uh, disgusting. Either way, it's disgusting. I, I mean, I don't agree with you. No. Totally. I mean because to me this is the thing is giving them a little bit of layers and is making them not the godlike deities of we want to come down and happen No, this is,
1: exa- to me this is exactly what is making them the the godlike yeah. de- They was the, they they have designed this trial for you to go through to become a better person. No, but that's exactly what I mean no, say that. No, but
0: but, the, but they're admitting that but it, to me it's like what we were saying about the big brother idea of like yeah, we're going to have fun messing with you, we enjoy messing with you. Yeah, at the end of the day like It's like, like we, the
2: story of Job. It's just just like that (laughs) Well because God is totally In that story he's totally having Like fun and being like Uh Job's
1: such a loser
2: (laughs) I kind of He's like listen I'm God You're Job
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who do
0: you think you are? Those sandals with that shawl? Please (laughs) I I mean by that By that thought process couldn't you say that About like numerous things that Mr. Feeney set up to try to create as a godlike figure to try to create situations so that they go through trials and don't have to overcome them. Or the think, difference or is... and rules putting them all in the tension and leaving the door unlocked to see what would happen. I mean, that's... You effective. could, no, you it's could less, and you could. And but it's it was less done aggressive better. torment, though. Yeah, they, it was a, because it was from a position that was more responsible to begin with, Yeah, and it was done better. So yeah, but, could, I, but. No, but we don't know at the end of the day how these characters are being positioned. They might not end up being positioned the way Corey or Feeney is as actually right in making right. the right But experience. either
1: way, they believe that they're the god figures. Okay. That's what I'm saying. No matter what happens, they... But I don't know if that's a
0: problem if they're proven not to be.
1: But again, I said again. If they are, they needs to go as far as I said before. But, That's the
0: difference. So like that, they have to actually feel bad.
1: About they it. no, they, I don't care. If they feel bad, but they the characters need to be that far above them. And say, you are the immature morons.
0: Yeah, you
1: you don't get it. Yeah, this is just plain bullying. You're disgusting. Get out of my house. Get yeah. out. Get out of this bakery. Yeah,
0: because because you're right that they are playing with them like little insects. Like yeah. we're gonna move this chess piece here and, right. s- and mess with them. It needs to go that far yeah. if, if that's the case. And if it doesn't, that's not what
1: it is. It's just a weird, disgusting, muddy middle place.
0: Yeah. Um, we already talked about Farco coming in. I did like that. Ju- Sorry, go
2: ahead. (laughs) Riley kind of, like, getting in Farkle's face, and I thought, again, the acting's really good. I don't think the situation calls for that much passion.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't... That that Riley would feel that way, or that that Farkle... Because I don't think Farkle gets that angry. I think it makes sense that Riley gets upset the way she does.
2: That she, like, gets in his face and everything?
0: That they all are acting... They're all, like, leaving and not, like and like, treating her like she did something wrong when I don't think that she actually did anything wrong.
2: And then she's going to sit in that stupid hole day after day and maybe she'll learn something. I
0: mean,
1: for me, it's so... Riley's a sensitive person. We get yeah. that. Maya, her whole world is her friends. So yeah. I I can get that. Farkle is missing a line. Yeah. That's the problem. There.
0: Well, no, it's the thing is, too, I, I think that Maya being that upset with Farkle makes total sense because his whole thing is supposed to be, oh, I'm loyal, and I actually like, I do think it's interesting that they're being like, I can't believe, it. I, I thought you'd always stand by us, Fargo, like, what the hell is this? And especially, they are clearly, in the in the final Ava scene, connecting that Maya's like, I can't believe more people I care about are abandoning me. Right. And so I think that that totally makes sense. And I, I think you have to, the thing is, like, are these things heightened? Yes. Do they make sense for the world that they have created and the characters that we know? I think totally. Yeah. Because this is a world where nothing goes wrong. This is a aside from once every ten years. So father leaves, like you know, like it, it's it's on, on the clockwork. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like <laughs> they have oh some God. sort of curse on the blonde <laughs> women in the show, and <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's I just feel like it's a world where n- friends never actually fight. The fight yeah. doesn't expect because even and that's not to be like there have been fights before, yeah. right? But the fights have been there's no uh, there's never any.
1: Serious friendship ending fights.
0: Yeah, especially like when, when Riley and Maya have been mad at each other, they've been mad sitting on the bay window together. Yeah. Like, you know, they, like, they cuddle a little more aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aww. mad at you. Yeah, okay. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lucas is like, come on guys, we're all one item. <laughs> <laughs> Scooch over and hand
1: me my shoebox. <laughs> um... I hope the shoes come back. <laughs> the boxes, Corey yeah.
2: donates them all. Uh, but they're all only I the also right do. Shoe.
1: I do you want to point like, out... The best thing would be if Lucas goes through some hard time or something happens, he proves himself in some way, and then Corey says, here, I'm
0: box. proud of you. <laughs> Here's all his shoes. I like it. Um, so scene 10 is just everybody ignoring Riley in the hallway as she's in the hole. I do like... I'm glad Maya stands by her here. We need some yeah. more things yeah, of Maya being a good friend yeah. and all that stuff. And, and, so we this know... is,
2: and Lucas's relationship with Maya too. Well,
0: uh, 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 now he's just with Zay. What's
1: good about this is ah, good. You know, Maya disagrees with Riley, yeah, hundred percent, but is sticking because Maya is what is actually loyal, not Fargo. You know,
0: much she... like in "Girl Meets Mister Squirrels," yeah. in which Maya puts forward. That even if the person is wrong, if you care about them, you should stand by them. Yeah. Hey. So that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Hey.
1: Which doesn't necessarily make her right. Shut yeah. Up. But it makes but it's, but it's in her character. Right.
0: You know? It's it's super in her character, which is very yeah. good
1: that they're keeping that.
0: Yeah. So Ava's in ups- scene eleven, Ava's upset that her dad left. The penga's been speaking with her mom, we talked about that. How many times have we said that exact same thing? <laughs> Augie wants to to help Ava, but she says, I don't know how you can help this time. I liked that. Um, Maya awkwardly comes in to help Ava, appearing behind her. (laughs) I just
1: heard. The best part is, so in the living room, parallel to each other is the couch and the window. Nobody on the couch recognizes anything that happens in the window, and nobody on the window recognizes the couch except for Maya,
0: who is this magical fairy that goes back and forth. (laughs) It's like we the floor were... is lava. <laughs> it's like we were saying, though. like If it had been one thing, if they. Your mom sent you a text about Nina. Oh, well, Oh, I'll can see... I see it? No, no, it's about, like, tomorrow, baby. I uh, thought but... she took four steps by herself. Aw, <gasps> Nina, this is my year old niece, and she's amazing. And she's... So, year old is what you said? Yeah. It sounded like you said a mural. <laughs> mural niece. I was trying to think how many actual months it was, and I was like, <laughs> as I was saying, I just decided to go with year old. Um... I'm so proud. <laughs> Very amazing. Breaking this news! This podcast guys. was
2: brought to you by Nina.
0: By Nina's first four steps. <laughs> <laughs> Check that kid out. So, what were we talking about? We were talking, we're oh, yeah. Over. Okay. So, no, no. So, we were talking about how. She
2: has been talking with her mom.
0: With her mom. So, we were talking about how if, if Maya and Riley had been upstairs and like heard. Ava crying and come down. Or the text then,
3: message thing, yeah. That or they yeah. came
1: out to get a snack and there was a
3: rough yeah. Or Or
0: like Maya wasn't there, but Topanga had been like, texted her and been like, You might be able to help here. Yes. I think all that. It was just like, it was just they should
2: like, incorporate cell phones more in the show. And I've said yeah. this a few times before, but I really wish they would.
1: Well,
0: yeah. the difference is they're trying to teach her that cell phones are evil.
2: And they're going to cause cancer.
0: Once, they, once she sits down with her, I really like this thing. Yeah, that it, is good. It, Sabrina does a really good job here. And I think Ava... I think her the actual actress's name's Ava, too. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, which a, which is cochlear it's... or something like that. I, she she impressed me, because I didn't know that she had range, honestly. I, you know, because the yeah. character is so one-note that it, it's not easy yeah. to tell.
2: it's what she's uh, given.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, I thought that was really nice, and she, she gives her the advice of stay with your best friend, which... You know, we do. We were arguing about, like, is it weird that the most important thing is to stay with your best friend? But from Maya's perspective, I think yeah. that makes sense.
2: Because what comes, for Maya, what comes with the best friend is also the whole Matthews unit.
0: Yeah, and he also has the whole Matthews unit. So, eventually, Ava, well... <laughs> Basically, it's all these leeches. <laughs> <it's sucking laughs> Everyone in the show is eventually going to become a Matthews member in some way or another. Well, it's
2: the, oh, that's why the polyamory, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: makes sense. <laughs>
2: So Lucas is going to have to take Riley's name.
0: Yeah. right. So then Maya talked about how sometimes people decide to go away for no for a while for no reason. Again, connecting back, as we talked about. Back to school. All we're really going to
1: say just, here is One note I will say, yeah. it is weird that we have Ava as a parallel to Maya as a parallel to Sean. Yeah. Is it one too many? I don't know. I don't know.
2: Well,
0: it's I mean, it's also, a good question.
2: It does kind of potentially make kids feel better about the fact that, like, hey, this is more... This is a... Relatively common thing, you know. It's not like you're going through this alone, because I mean, what is it like? Fifty-one percent of marriages end in divorce.
0: Yeah, but this isn't just divorce. This is abandonment, and that's a little bit. It feels like I mean I don't know. Yeah, it I feels mean, less it's... common, but I I will say I think that it would have been interesting if the mom had left. A because that character's terrible, and B just to have. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I guess Sean's mother left, but as far as on this show to make it a little bit less. Always the dad. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: I'm just worried that, like, what you said, like, that well,
2: becomes for Sean, a both his parents left. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it should have been the mom.
1: Yeah. Because, like you said, it becomes the flashback to Maya that we never got. Yeah. Do we need it
0: that way? I don't know that we do. But <coughs> sorry. I, I don't. I don't know where it will go from here, and if I'll like it in the end. But i uh, It did give her dimension. It did give Augie a storyline that can be an ongoing storyline that actually has depth to it, and isn't just my friend's name is weird, and you know, so it, and it, it also it gives you something where maybe you can slowly, if this keeps building like this, actually care about Augie and Ava as a unit, too. I don't want to, though. I
1: don't, there's so many characters... We cannot be fully invested with all the characters that have names on their show. We just can't. Yeah. We cannot do that. They are, like, every time we're like, they have too many characters. Oh, here's two more. Yay. <laughs> like, they just cannot do that. They cannot hold up that mass. I do want to
0: say, I did like Ava's performance. Yeah. I
1: think the problems are on the script.
0: Okay. So, as far as back to school, I think the only things we really want to talk about is how...
2: Which is the Boy Meets World Yeah, the Boy Meets 100%. World,
0: their first time in high school. The one major thing we want to talk about is, I was saying, I don't even know if I necessarily like this Boy Meets World episode better, because it's just way simpler. And in some ways, that's great, because it's streamlined, it's very Corey-centric, yeah. it's very A, B, C, D, E. Yeah, they can set it up, and yeah. they
1: do it, and they did it and exactly as they wanted nothing
0: to. is confusing, nothing is convoluted, it all makes sense, and that, that's great. But at the same time, it, it is simpler, there's not as much interesting character dynamics, there's not as much emotion, there's not as much stakes. Uh, Eric does
2: make a cool entrance, though, at the end. He
0: does. Um, and, it's, and it's definitely funnier. We
2: can yeah. never get that entrance in this set. I
0: know. Well, you can, it's just, it
1: probably will not end well.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Somebody can jump off that landing, off <laughs> into the next one.
0: <laughs> I, be- I bet Lucas can do it.
2: He probably could, he's destroying the horse.
0: Yeah. Alright, let's get to mail time. Mel Tom Mel lives here.
2: Oh, uh so Eden writes in, hashtag GMW High School1 is heartbreaking. They all quickly realize in which way. <laughs> <laughs> They all quickly realize who they once were, kings, center of the middle school universe, isn't who they are now. They are starting over, rebuilding a new existence, and instead of sticking together through the pain of change and their weaknesses being brought out, they are turning on each other. See, so it'd be more interesting if it was like Lord of the Flies ass <laughs> Like, we are turning on each other. See,
0: no, like, again, like I think that the, what Eden <sighs> is describing is in there. It's like the framework, yeah. and I do yeah. like it. It's just that it's covered by, by sludge. Oh, was <laughs> that what it was? Was that what it was? That slug is between us, girl meets slug, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, which
2: w- which was <laughs> was the name of stem.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just feel like there there is that core thing that I think is interesting. It's just kind of it's the idea of, up. of the costume. Yeah, yeah, there's there's murky stuff in the way. It's all sludged up. All sluggy. Whoa,
2: Josh's email is long. I uh,
0: want me to read it. Yeah, I don't care. All right. Oh, okay. oh I, th- I did want to say based on Eden's email that it reminded me again of how similar this message is to Gravity. Uh, as far as how we're perceiving it so far. And it's like, are we going to start every season reminding them that they're not the middle of the universe? <laughs> uh, even that, though they are. again, they are. Yeah.
1: They are the the middle of this universe. Because, again, these random people came up to them, are setting them in very specific parameters meant to teach them a very specific lesson. It is completely yeah. and totally tailored towards them. And anything that we ever see happen in this entire episode is directly aimed at them. It's all Charlie's plan. There's absolutely absolutely nothing that happens in the A-plot that isn't directly revolving
0: around them. Yeah. So this next email is from Josh Taylor, former host of The GMW Podcast. I'm having trouble putting my finger on exactly what I found so off-putting about this episode. Or not. I don't think it was Josh, but somebody else said they, that they sort of hated it, sort of liked it, and they were in a weird, undefined zone mm-hmm. between airs. I thought was really Between funny. the seasons. Yeah. Uh, so, Josh, I think maybe my main problem with it is the problem I have with most episodes of the show. The writers struggle to begin their stories. It seemed as if out of nowhere, our characters were suddenly stuck in a hole, and I was struggling to understand the rationale behind what was happening. Then, before we be- Before, it was apparently very important to either stay in the hole or leave the hole.
2: Yes, I agree.
0: (laughs) Riley's crying about it. Lucas is mad about it. I get that the hole is a metaphor, but it's a poor one because metaphors work best when they aren't crammed down your throat. Girl Meets World thinks it's a lot more clever than it actually is. (laughs) I think everything has to be spoken <laughs> it thinks everything has to be spoken in order for the audience to comprehend what is happening either that or it's just lazy writing for example Maya's first line of the episode Riley what if we don't own high school like who would actually say that Why does this show insist on telling rather than showing? Instead of doing an episode that shows how friendships change in high school, Girl Meets World is content to simply have an episode where the characters talk about how friendships change in high school. It's never subtle or nuanced. It's always right in your face. I'm going to pause there and just say... They definitely do do that, but I also think they are also sho- yeah. doing a little bit of showing. I I agree with that
1: in the sense of Lucas here. Yeah, but I I think I'm, I'm agreeing with him a lot of points, and I think this comes down to in the way that the way I put my finger on it was by using the phrase the idea versus the costume of the idea. Yeah, and again, th- again, this is something that I have a lot of problems with a lot of episodes, and
0: I think for me that's how I can express I think what you're feeling here. Mm. Uh, he continues by saying, I also didn't like Riley and Maya both referring to themselves as Lucas's girlfriend.
2: Thank you. Why
0: was Lucas okay with that? Does don't anyone? know. Does anyone even care about this triangle anymore? What is don't happening so. on this show? I don't know either. I, I do want to throw in, it. so that reminds me, <laughs> some people are wondering... There's a lot of questions and zero answers. Is this, is this like meta? People are wondering if this is like them... Like, the writer is, like, making fun of the shippers, obsessing about the triangle. To
1: a degree, it is playful in that way. Yeah, I
0: think it's, like, poking fun is the word I would use. I don't know if it needs to be exclusively that. Yeah. It's creepy. (laughs) You just hate those polyamorous snists. Megan says. You just hate those snists. (laughs) Yeah, do you want to read Megan's email? Okay. I really liked
1: the episode. It was a good start to season three. Corey felt more like Boy Meets World Corey, and so did Japanga, I think. I really liked the end with Maya and Ava. Even though it was sad, I can tell that they are going to share a special bond in Season 3. I liked the start of the episode. It reminded me of Boy Meets World Season 2, Episode 1. Back to school. We thought just the same thing. <laughs> I can tell this season is going to be awesome! Exclamation point. It felt less Disney and more Boy Meets World. Zay and Smacko were funny also. I hope they are regulars. Colon... Close parentheses. Keith. (laughs) I wonder why Mr. Feeney wasn't in this episode. I thought they said he was going to be in the first episode of every season.
0: More on that later. Well, we kind of already covered that. I feel like we covered most of this. Let's remember that. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything in here that we still feel we need to talk about? I feel like we covered Uh, most of it. Yeah, we talked
2: about a lot of this. I
0: personally actually, um, I don't think Topanga was like leaps and bounds better than usual, but I didn't mind her that much this episode. I think she was a little bit better. And I do agree that... Practicing
2: I think, mommy lawyer.
0: Yeah. And I, I do agree that I thought Corey was better than usual. We um. do...
1: I feel like we are overdue for her actually having a job, though. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we've been... We haven't seen her be a lawyer in a long time. Or be busy in a long yeah. time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty much the equivalent of a stay-at-home mom.
1: Yeah. She's just... She, again, like, we talk about Lucas being a prop. She's yeah. a prop. She's, like, ready to be on the couch whenever. He's ready
0: to be on the couch whenever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm, and I'm
2: trying to hold it in, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy writes it. No, hold
0: on. What's
1: the joke? No. It's, 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 the problem is, it's, the really shameful thing is, the joke that I'm trying to make yeah. is the joke that only works if you say it quickly, yeah. and it's the same joke that I forgot yesterday. Why? What is the line from the episode of Boy Meets World, Corey, Corey, Corey Wolf, not, not Corey Wolf, um... The video, the sex video. Oh, great, great. anywhere, Any time, anytime, great. anytime, anywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you try
2: to make that, say, use that line so many, it. I know, it's just like, regularly.
0: We really need more. Sex jokes. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> even if they don't, like, actually, even if they can't say things, they, we need more jokes that allude to it, you know? Like the brother, second brother thing and brother, and like the, um, like when Riley had the sex dream about Lucas and oh, stuff right. like that.
1: What? You don't yeah when, she
2: te- when her feet were tickled <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright read Jeremy Papes. She has weird fetishes oh, me or her? Right. I
2: got this I Anyways. got
0: this
2: <laughs> Jeremy Pape writes in This I th- week I think a lot of interesting choices were made for season 3 Why do you really not
0: get good... mad at him when he says that Because <laughs> <laughs> like I just said one thing
1: And stopped <laughs> Yeah but he said the thing that. She did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because you I'm desensitized at this point <laughs>
1: Jeremy Pipe writes <laughs> on this week.
2: <laughs> Jeremy Pope writes in, I think a lot of interesting sto- choices were made for season three. That's a that's a good euphemistic way to put it. <laughs> they decided to carry on the drama of that triangle, quote unquote, into the new season, which already starts a bad precedent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, except if they just stopped talking about <laughs> it, that would also be a bad precedent. That would, yeah, that
2: would be really awkward.
0: <laughs> As Zay
1: is apt to say, Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyways, but it isn't all bad news for me. If this episode had no B-plot, I would give it a B-minus. I thought they'd fix more of the problematic classroom scene issues where the the kids run- where the kids still run all over Corey, who'd probably have been better suited in a different profession. I liked the bullies, but putting the kids in that corner was too weird for me. I knew it would end with, we're really trying to protect you- right from the start, and that didn't sit well with me. Harley was a better bully because he was a jerk basically the whole way through. Some of the humor was reminiscent of Boy Meets World Season 2, which I enjoyed. I would
1: interested, uh, Jeremy Pape, if you write back in what exactly you liked about the bullies. Yeah, what is wrong with you is what we're asking. <laughs> we just have one question for you. <laughs> well, I- anyway, like, I want to know like, what what, is, what, what are you responding to about the bullies that you like. Yeah. Or you just try not to hurt Michael Jacobs' feelings. <laughs> no, he
0: actually did like the episode, yeah. so...
2: However, I see that there will be new legacy problems when they haven't even addressed some of the past problems. However, I'm giving it an A- minus overall. Ooh, I don't know if you want to listen to this yeah. episode. <laughs> because they managed to give me a reason to like Ava rather than cringing every time the character is in a scene.
1: That's a good point. That's fair.
2: Yeah. Again, we knew where that would be headed, but... Heading... But seeing her vulnerable, or as or as vulnerable as a six, seven, eight year old can be, was worth my time. I'll be sure to p- come back to this once we get through more of this season.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I even wouldn't say that I did know where this was going. I didn't actually think that they were going to break up. But I and even if I had thought that maybe they were going to divorce, I didn't think that there was going to be such a direct Maya parallel with like being abandoned. Mm. You know.
2: Do we... I mean, it's kind of weird because it seems like it just happened that day when Ava's in the Matthews' house, yeah. which, A, I would picture her want, needing to be with her mom at that point, and, B, it seems like the dad has just moved out at this point. I don't even know if he's legit abandoned her yet. I mean,
1: I've uh, got to say... It's from, unclear. From the moment they mentioned it in this episode... Yeah. I was pretty sure it was going to end with that. Yeah. Just, they... Mm. Not necessarily at, um... when she said, oh, I'm coming because my mom fired." Like, the moment they started talking about it seriously, I was sure that... See, it's, it's I, I wasn't, and, and I think it,
0: I wasn't because of how bubblegum the show this show can be. Yeah, but Like, no, if it was Boy Meets World, I probably would have been more. Keep
1: it this way, though. They're not going to mention things unless they're going to do it. They yeah. don't, they
0: not, they're not nuanced enough to mention things that aren't going to immediately happen. Yeah. I do want to talk about the thing that he says about the kids walking all over Corey and just say that I, I actually don't agree that that's how we're supposed to perceive it. I think, because walk all over Corey means that he's attempting one thing, and the kids are doing something else, and...
1: We're just not really sure what he's attempting. N- no, we do know. <laughs> we,
0: we, he's, he, he pretty explicitly states it in *Circular Life, that he wants them to be able to talk with him, and he yeah. wants them not raising their hand, he right. wants it to be a conversation. I mean, I guess you he's could argue Marley, her, Marley is very yeah. specifically actually walking all over him, but everybody else is not. Not
1: to say walking all over him, but uh, is... Challenging his conceptions of authority. Can I have the phone
0: back real quick? Yeah. All right.
2: Because I think I opened something back.
0: It's fine because we're actually done with the emails. Well, aside from Emily's? the other ones, which I'm going to bring up in my email app because they're not in the outline. This okay. is everybody's favorite part of the show. Bonus slinky. All right. <laughs> Bonus so, slinky noises Oh my. Bonus slinky. All right, noises. Caitlin, you want to read this?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Oh, Emily, you went on a while there. I have to <laughs> say, kiddo. All right, here we go. <laughs> I have to say, out. At,
2: at least I saved you.
1: You really put your back into it this time.
2: Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Emily writes in. This week. Shut up,
0: both of you. <laughs> Just let it go and nothing will happen.
2: <laughs> I can't. Kagawi.
0: Yes?
2: <laughs> First of all, sorry I haven't given my thoughts in a while, but I have but I have now successfully finished one year of college. Whee! Good job. Anyway, during this GMW hiatus, I discovered a bunch of GMW theory blogs on Tumblr. I'm so sorry. Dangerous. Very
1: dangerous territory. (laughs)
2: She's gone down the hole. (laughs) And I'm looking at the show in a whole new way now. You should check out what... The, the Owl Detective. dot Oh, I've heard about
0: the Owl Detective. That's 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 a quaffing from fish.
2: There, there are a lot of uh, vowels there. I needed a second <laughs> to, to separate the words. So, in Girl Meets High School One, I think there were a lot of really great bits. Here are some things I liked: Smackle's. I just want to be in the triangle. Oh no, I want to be in the triangle. And just Smackle in general was cute. Ava Kolker's acting was so good in this episode, and Aki's too. I totally see why she was casted. Cory and Topanga's moments together were very cute. You're being a real baby about this. The scene with Maya and Ava was very well acted on both parts. Even though I didn't like that it ended on a sad note because it made me sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I thought the writer's boldness to be able to end it like that without the music at the end was very impressive. Here are some things I didn't like as much. I've seen some comments about how the lighting is different in this season than the others, which I was noticing, and I can't decide if I like is it or it not, but difference? I'm thinking.
1: I think it's more or less the same, we're just still uh, mad think, at it.
2: So, except for the classroom, I think it's harsher.
1: I, I think I think it might be a little bit worse. I also think
2: that yeah. I, it's, it's not hollow. It's
1: it might be brighter because mm. the set is
0: deeper yeah, and they yeah, want to make sure the light gets all yeah, the Yeah, there back. could
2: be more lights at this point because it's a bigger set.
0: I also have to say I don't like the blue. Like the yellow red <sighs> thing that they had in middle school I think was better. I know they want like probably switch up. It's but, very high contrast. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, it again, sticks out more. It's the background I element. wish it was
2: gray. Yeah. They they should prank the school by just gray.
0: I mean, at least green or <laughs> something. <laughs> or even like, like I, what I was saying is like right, didn't gray. we have like mostly just maroon? Like at least there's some color. Yeah. But, like, I, maroon or green? Like, I yeah, we did. Just yeah. have like maroon. Yeah, and white. lockers. Just, we're just about. one color locker that's like sort of colorful but sort of muted. It's fine.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. I think like the weird lockers down on the basement by the gym were a different color. Yeah, yeah. But that was our hole. Yeah. Only freshmen had those lockers. <laughs> Moving on.
1: That's so weird because when we were in school you just had a locker and then you just had it. Yeah, I yeah. lost my
2: locker because we shared a locker.
0: But I just had it, he means all four years. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Brendan Quo.
2: Keith, All right. we, real people. Sorry, moving on, <laughs> continuing Emily's email. We're very sorry. I'm still trying to decide what I think about the, quote, equally as much stuff with Maya and Riley and how the quote how am i in a triangle with that i liked it for the humor aspect and i saw your tweet about how it's better than only mentioning the triangle in certain episodes but i've read various opinions on that subject and i'm still trying to decide how i feel about it i think it was a very good episode overall and i'm really looking forward to this season i would give this episode an a minus thanks guys emily at rora gmw underscore r5 You gave it an A-minus again. I don't know if you want to listen to
0: this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so
2: much for your thoughts.
0: Look, I don't don't know. That's why... I I feel like we've been, like... What we've actually (laughs) said, I don't think is necessarily going to be that controversial, except I I really don't think people are going to agree with you about Ava. But... That starting with the D pluses, I think a lot of people are going to have trouble with. So Good. hate mail, be- come on now. Because, because the thing, and the thing is, this episode is in no way universally loved. A lot of yeah. people have issue with it, but I just don't think that they're at the level. Even the people that don't like it are at the level that you guys seem to be at. Uh, because I mean, I, I I don't particularly love this episode either, but I, I just don't think it's where you guys think it is. But um, all right, so we're ending out with this voicemail from Nan.
2: Man our, our
0: friend from the south
2: I know. <laughs> You make her sound like some like mystical wizard
0: Nan is a mystical wizard All right so. here we go voicemail activate.
3: Hey y'all it's Nan hey. um, I was just calling to leave a voicemail about Girl Meets World Season 3 well. High School Part 1. Well, I'm so excited well. that we're back and I can't wait. I love the new sets. I love the callback in the beginning of the episode where they knocked the girls down um, There were a couple <laughs> of things I had issues with. The first was Maya when they're in the hole saying I'm in a triangle with that. It seemed really unnecessary um Mm -hmm. and kind of insulting to riley so i had to protect my riley and um some of the big character departures for me you know which may go with this episode shaking things up are um farkle he's been this really unconditional loyal friend to riley and he basically (laughs) stops that and you know is the messenger of the you ruined our first day in high school and they have that um emotional confrontation and it seems very unfarkle since he's sort of been her closest friend during this triangle nonsense or not nonsense depending on if you like that there's a triangle going on um the sense. other big departure it's for me sense. is riley um how she put her faith in these seniors which isn't just a not riley but the fact that she says to lucas that he'd get killed if he tried out for the football team that's a big shift from saying that she believed in him in texas to ride tombstone and it shows that she believes in the seniors and what they have to teach them to the point of it affecting her closest relationships and that just I didn't really see her saying that to Lucas, especially after Texas, but... um... It's possible that it's all part of the greater Lesson and I think it definitely Leads up to some, to some amazing pilot. acting Acting for Peyton um, You I could mean. totally tell he's totally Over the triangle <coughs> non-triangle Whatever you want to call it He's frustrated with Riley Who had said that she would always believe in him And be there for him um, He's frustrated that he can't Protect them anymore He just had some really really great acting moments In this episode as did Rowan And thank goodness for Zay bringing the uncomplicated humor (laughs) and Smackle for being around I love her and I can't wait to see more of her season 3 I'm very very happy that she's going to be a bigger part of the show those are all my thoughts for the evening I hope that everything is great and I can't wait for another season of podcasts with you guys have a wonderful night thank you
2: Nan. I miss you and I love you Nan.
3: oh and I like your accent (laughs) well
0: oh. <laughs> she thinks she sounds like a valley girl. I don't see it. No, you
2: know. she sounds southern.
0: Yeah, so so there, Nan. Um, That's all not right. a valley. <laughs> so, it could be. Uh, So They're rolling. Hills. Can we please just get to? We're so close to the end. For the love of God, Nan.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Um, I do feel like we sh- You should mention what you were saying about the having faith in people thing when we were watching the episode about how. It's not necessarily about having faith in someone when the objectively, the football players objectively would destroy him. I mean, (laughs) aside
1: from the character switch of if she is or not fully confident in his abilities no matter what, aside from that, if Lucas, if we are led to believe that the people that we saw are the football team and that is what everyone on the football team is like and not even just the varsity, but whatever it is, he... Probably should not play football,
0: <laughs> but he's as strong as a horse. I do
2: want to be. I I want to be team episode of Lucas yeah. on the second string of yeah. the football team
0: because <laughs> that would be okay.
1: But like basically, starting from now, if that is reality, that that is the football team, he will probably get seriously injured on the football team, and she is right to worry about him. So that alone is not necessarily her not having mm. faith. That's just her being concerned in him,
2: but not consistent.
0: And yeah.
1: Now, well, regardless of that, now. It is conceivable that a character may be upset by that, Mm. but I don't know that I buy Lucas being upset by that in particular. Well, I think in
2: this whole episode he's had his, uh, as you put it earlier, his manhood, his dignity of being the protective one threatened, and so this this might feel like a last straw kind of thing. He's no
1: longer the cowboy, he's like the saloon
0: owner. Yeah. Well, I, I think part of it I think it's it's not necessarily just that she was losing faith in him it's that she she in this episode where she's insanely having faith in people yeah. and so optimistic isn't optimistic about him right. but she's optimistic about these people right. like what and, the and, hell and that's where yeah, it, it like, all comes in yeah. yeah so like that makes sense to me why why she loses her optimistic nature towards him I hope is somewhat explained in part two because it doesn't make a ton of sense it, unless it's just literally she finds these giant football players more frightening than a bull. Uh, you know, like I don't. It's just a feeling she had. <laughs> now I do have a question. That's totally off topic yeah. here. Yeah. You know, am I right in thinking that the kicker in football is like usually smaller and stuff? Yeah. Could like yeah. could Farkle become the kicker and make Lucas jealous? I mean,
1: the kicker still has to have powerful legs.
0: Farkle has he eats- been working out. He's been uh, doing stuff with textbooks with his legs. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so. All, right. <laughs> all right. All we'll right. To let's go to sleep. Um.
2: Are you really that tired? No,
0: I'm not. But okay. I, am, I am getting tired. But
2: that is your excuse. Yes.
0: Um, all right. So let's wrap up here. I'm sorry that this episode is super long, and it's only part one. I mean...
2: Oh, and Emily, we're going to watch Phantom of the Megaplex.
0: Supposedly. I don't know, guys. Damn, I don't know, guys. All Alright, so if you want to email us in the future, you can do so at gmwpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Help us get to 2,000 followers, pretty, pretty please. If we get to 2,000 followers by Friday, I'll be happy. Um, We're so close. Um, Check us out on iTunes, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. You can also check us out on Sticker or Google Play. Yeah. Please rate us and review us on the podcast, the iTunes thing. Um, we could use some nice positivity after some of the negativity hate we mail. received. Hate Gotta get some hate um, mail. Check out our website, gmwpodcast.com, our YouTube's GMW podcast. We actually have some ideas when we want to get to soon. Um, dream. Try. Do good. Class dismissed.
2: Zipper sounds.
3: Zipper sounds. Zipper sounds super